Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the morning to you on this Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022. Sounds like a party. Yeah, we're always having a party here. I'm super excited. Glad you're excited because I am. Rise and shine, Sleeping Beauty. Hey, I'm rising and I'm shining and uh, no Sleeping Beauty here, that's for sure. Time now is 6.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time? It's 6.08 a.m. Oh, I'm sorry. Madam Clock, I, I... I had the wrong gender there, Bonnie. Yeah, I could hear that. Yes, it's Madam the, Clock. The clock kind of changed the voice. Yeah, the after pipes, yesterday, we fired the guy and we got a new one. Pipes aren't so low with yeah. that clock anymore. Yeah, we got a new clock, so I fired the guy and I got a female. I had the weirdest ride on the way to work this morning. Did you, you know, really? Evan, I never in my entire life did I see so many cops in the Port St. Lucie area. Really? And the blue lights, uh, blue lights all over the place. No kidding. The first incident I ran into was um, the court corner of US1 and Eroso where they had a gentleman one gentleman was pulled over Wait a minute US1 and Eroso Eroso yeah. goes north and south and so does US1 or actually PSL Boulevard. PSL, there we go. Arroso. Okay. They're by the yep. police station, City Hall. It was, yeah, okay. exactly. Right by there, okay. right, right across the street. You threw me there for a minute. There was one gentleman pulled over, and there were like five police cars with the blue lights on. Oh, they needed back. They needed backup. They, needed, they wanted to be safe. Yeah, they needed the backup right there. And then uh, the most unusual thing that I ran into, Port St. Lucie Boulevard, as I was heading eastbound, mm-hmm. right before I hit US 1. There was an entire roadblock with police out there. The cones were out there. Mm. So you could not get onto US-1 this morning from Port St. Lucie Boulevard heading eastbound. Mm-hmm. What I did was I made my... And it wasn't uh, routed out as a detour. You had to kind of make up your own and know the area. So how did you... You went past US-1... Went probably to the next light, made a right turn. Well, I didn't get on to US-1. As I was traveling on Port St. Lucie Boulevard, I had to take a left turn and head a little bit north up the streets where then it bang kind a of U-turn? runs in back of Checkers in that area. Oh, There's okay. the little restaurant Checkers right there. Applebee's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is in that area. Oh, yeah. So I had to take like a little northbound detour and then take one of those little side roads to get back on to US-1 to head back down south hmm. so that's what's going on in that area and okay. yeah they and it looked like there wasn't an accident it looks like there was a road crew out there hmm. so they were uh, working on okay. something if that ever happens to you again and you're on port st Lucie boulevard going east and you can't make a ride on us1 yeah. just continue east okay cross over us1 Go to the next traffic light. To Leonard Road. I Leonard think Road. We're going to be winding make up a, on, right? Make a right turn on Leonard, and that'll dump you back on US-1 by Sam's. You can see Sam's and Walmart right coming there. right up. And then you make a left yeah. and you go. Yep, that is true. That'll so, avoid you having to go north. Uh-huh. But, yeah, if you're uh, traveling eastbound Port St. Lucie Boulevard this morning, you might have to make that little detour. All right. Very good. Well, you know what they say, if you see something, say something, and you said something. Oh, yeah. It, it was weird because, you know, right during that, I I really had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, boy. And, Here we go. Too know, much information. TMI. So I wanted, you know, so I couldn't. I had to wait. I mm-hmm. had to wait to do that detour. And then I feel like I'm running late, so I didn't even want to stop at a 7-Eleven, or I didn't want to stop anywhere. So mm-hmm. I kept traveling till I got here. <laughs> That's why you blazed in the door so fast and Blazing. shut it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I was wondering what was going on but there. But doesn't that always happen at that opportune moment when you got to take a little detour or something is, you know, crowding your space where you you can't get to work on time. Especially you when you got to go to the bathroom. You can't get home on time. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, how was your day yesterday when you got out of here? Busy, of uh, course. Busy and so busy with massage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are still having, you know, a hard time scheduling their massage and getting in. Mm-hmm. We have been so crowded with people. And it's kind of like we didn't even have a uh, short spell this year where, where we had any sitting, including the summer months, mm. which are slow usually. Okay. All summer long, all uh, up to here, okay. to this moment, we've been busy, busy at work. Okay. We're going to have a special visitor at 12 noon today. At our home. Oh, you are? Yes. Uh, George is coming, isn't he? That's right. That means the house is going to get clean. All the way from (laughs) Kentucky. That's right. I talked to him this morning as I was driving in, and he said there was snow on the ground when he left, and it was about uh, 15 degrees. And last time I talked to him, he was approaching Macon, Georgia, and his ETA is 12 noon today. I would love to go up that way, just a little bit up there to see some snow. I mm-hmm. wonder if they're still uh, seeing the snow up in Georgia, mm-hmm. where they do get some flurries. Mm-hmm. It actually snowed in Florida the other day. Where, Did you read that? Where at? Up in the panhandle. Yeah, I can believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I can believe that yeah, sort of action. Yeah, there's an actual video online. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Was it enough snow to build a snowman? No, I don't think so. Not, not enough for that. No, not enough for that. No. Where did, uh, oh, I, I saw pictures of my stepkids lately. Uh, uh, last night. Yeah. Looks like they were somewhere where there was a... No, it was like an artificial snowman, but they were like mm. standing by a huge snowman. It might have been outside of SeaWorld or uh, Universal mm. or one of the one of the places where uh, they go That's up where there. we're going this weekend, SeaWorld. I know. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. We'll eat some good food. House will get cleaned. And um, he may actually buy a new vehicle while he's down here. He said to me, hey, listen, I need to trade this truck in. The gas mileage is killing me. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go to my Ford dealership where I know everybody, and uh, we're going to go get you a new vehicle. So Or send him to Wallace. That's where I went last time, and oh, okay. they treated me pretty well. That's not a Ford dealership, though. No. He wants Ford. He, he does want a Ford. He wants a Ford. Okay. Yeah, he wants a Ford. Does he drive one right now? Sure does. He has an F-150. Down here already. Yep, he's got it. He actually bought the F-150 from a dealership down here oh, okay. that I hooked him up at. How many so, years ago did he purchase that one? Let me one? see. That's a 2018, so it's uh, three years old. He's got about 79,000 miles on it. It's been about, it seems like it's been three years since he's been here. I mean, why does that seem like such a lot? I mean, we, we haven't been together on the show that long. No, but I haven't seen him it in... It seems like years since he was joining us and sitting here. It's been a while since he's been yeah. hanging out with us yeah so he will uh I'll, I'll i'll muster him up on uh, uh one of these mornings and i'll bring him in with me but i'll keep him on a short leash because he does tend to get out of hand every now and then do you think so i gotta slap I, I him around that, a little bit i don't know him well enough well, you to don't know him like say i know that. Him. I gotta smack him every now and then. Oh my! Get him I, in line. Every you time know? he calls here, he seems to be, you know, rather. He knows better. And yeah, he knows better. Doesn't really <laughs> go anywhere where I wouldn't want him to go. Would not want him to go. Mm. You don't know him like I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, by the way, uh, we're not blended anymore. G is back. I know. Ray is back. 
I'm, that took me by surprise because yeah. here I thought we would be blended until yeah. up through the tenth or yeah. up till the tenth. So did I, but uh, unfortunately, G uh, fell ill, and he is actually discussing his experience uh, on the air as well with uh, with what he got. Uh, he said to me, he goes, I think I'm going to let our listeners know uh, what happened and how I felt and this, that, and the other. So uh, He got kind of ill uh, right before right before he left just a week and a half ago. He got ill like right after I saw him Wednesday? on Saturday night when we did the photo booth gig together. So he caught what you had, Yeah, he, possibly, got, it. he got it from me. Which is, you know, it's it's an easy, catchy thing. I mean, yeah. I... I think I easily caught it from, well, somebody in my own household mm-hmm. with it, you know, or maybe one of the kids brought it brought it all the way up yeah. from DeLand. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we can't tell where we caught it from. You could have caught it from me for all we know. Yeah, you, you could have caught it from anybody. I, I mean, honestly. It from somebody that visited the studios right yeah. here. Yeah, but we just don't know. That's that's the worst part about this. On anybody, it's just like an easy, no. easily caught, catchy thing. Yeah. That's it's been going around like wild. How are you feeling? Are you feeling a little stronger this morning? Because I'm now, I feel like I'm at like ninety eight percent. I yeah, really that's, truly that's a do. Good, um, I feel really good. Yesterday I was feeling really good. This morning when I woke up, I'm feeling better. My voice is about ninety eight percent. So about I'm feeling there. better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely so. I'm I'm feeling a little bit, but I still have to have my honey water close by, mm-hmm. you know, like as doing the news and my throat will tend to get a little dry. I agree. Drier than usual. I brought two know? beverages with me this morning. My orange juice that I have at 830 and then uh, my regular drink that I need to get out of my cooler back there that I'll grab once you start uh, doing your news and I'll bring it over here so I can hydrate myself because I am dehydrated. We need to have Gatorade here in the studio for mm-hmm. electrolytes. Yeah. I need to have it here and I need to have Gatorade at my job late at night right. for when we work The only late problem nights. is we don't have a refrigerator. So if anybody would like to donate a little <laughs> mini fridge to us here at the Palatial Studios... Uh, we would gladly accept a mini fridge so we can store our Gatorade in there. Oh, yeah, gladly. Yes. It's been so long since I had to pack my little ice pack full of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I have like a little kind of uh, igloo cooler at home, and mm-hmm. then I put my ice packs in there from mm-hmm. the refrigerator. See that little lunchbox sitting over there? I put that in the freezer because it's a freezable yeah. lunchbox. That's, so there's so no it cool packs. comes out of there cold. comes out of the freezer oh, cold, nice. and it stays cold, and that's how all my stuff stays cold. Did you get that from Target? I don't somewhere? know. I don't remember Usually. where I bought it from, Yeah. but Gavin all of a sudden started heisting it from me. And now he takes it to work. I don't blame him. But and now it doesn't stay as cold as it did. Gavin is is a hardworking fellow himself. Yeah. He'll have to, buy, have to buy one of his own. Well, Rachel right went on Evan? Amazon and got him his own. That's good. So now yeah. he can have his and I have mine and everybody's happy. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I think I want one. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to get one. It has the cool packs built into it. That's cool. And you just toss it in the freezer, stays overnight, and then when you get up in the morning, you put your stuff in there. Yeah. And it's it's cold. That's what I need with going in between jobs. Mm-hmm. For when I get right out of here sometime and, mm-hmm. you know, I have to go straight to massage. Mm-hmm. You're oh. like a lightning bolt here on Mondays. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're like... 
boom, bam, I blink and you're gone. Uh, yesterday when I got out he- of here, I was on my way to Subway in Palm City. Yeah. They're making some really good sandwiches yeah. over there right What'd you now. Get? I got to say, that new one, I think it's a new one with the turkey avocado. Mm. It's like a turkey guacamole oh, sandwich. Okay. All right. And it was uh, perfect. They put a generous amount of turkey in there. And, oh, okay. Um, with the guacamole, it's really good. I have to go to 2J's and get tongue again. Oh, no. <laughs> I would love to try 2J's, but when you mention that, I'll order anything else maybe on the <laughs> but menu, tongue. but tongue. Tongue is so good. It's so – you have to really – you have to understand it. It's a Jewish delicacy, and okay. it's just – it really – when you look at it, it doesn't look like a cow's tongue. You know what another – It's just sliced meat. That's a, all it is. Another – a Jewish delicacy that mm-hmm. I do like is called lox. Oh, yes. With Bagels salmon. and lox. And, well, lox is salmon. Yes. And the mm-hmm. real um, salmon, it, it's kind of like, it's not even cooked salmon, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it a little bit cooked? It's been so long since lox I've had it. Lox is, it's, it's sliced is what it is. Yeah. And it goes on a bagel with cream cheese. The cream cheese you got to yep. have, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, got to have cream cheese. I had, you know what I had for dinner last night? What's that? Because I had, I had a late lunch. And after I had my lunch, I got so busy in my office with my DJ business. By the time I was looking, it was like 7 o'clock already. I'm like, great, I can't eat this late at night. So I put a couple of pieces of bread in the toaster. I toasted a couple of pieces of bread, and I slapped some cream cheese on it and some strawberry jelly. And that took Ooh. me back to my childhood days. Yeah, yeah that would hit the spot. My right mother there. used to send me cream cheese and jelly sandwiches for lunch. Mm. And man, were they good. Yeah, and any kind of jelly will do with that cream cheese. Strawberry right? is my favorite. Oh, Strawberry yeah. preserves. We were on guacamole too. I think Publix has a sale right now where you can get one bucket, buy one, get one free. Bogo. Of uh, guacamole. Mm-hmm. You might go over there and What's get some What's your favorite jelly? Probably. I uh, was going to say gra- it's between grape or strawberry. Okay. The two have most you ever popular. had a cream cheese and jelly sandwich? I I don't think I have. You on should cracker. try it. I think I had cream cheese and uh, jelly on a cracker. That's actually very good. That is. That's another one of my go-tos. Or if I make tuna fish. Yes. Um, I'm a tuna fish eater, but it has to have globs of Miracle Whip. So Not it gets mayonnaise, no. Miracle I'm a Miracle Whip. whip. I'm a Miracle yeah. Whip kind of guy with tuna fish. It's been so long since I had the Miracle Whip on anything. Just because I don't like freak. the taste of the tuna. Okay. Now you're mayo. Right? I'm mayo. You're a mayo and, girl. And I gotta have Lay's potato chips with the sandwich. Okay. That just kind of goes hand in hand. What about a little can of soup? Um. Soup and a sandwich. Take or leave it. Take okay. or leave the soup, but I gotta have the chips with my okay. sandwich. All right. Very good. <laughs> It is 621 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Governor Ron DeSantis is addressing the recent spike in COVID cases. He wants the federal government to free up more monoclonal antibodies to treat those who get infected. Federal government has cornered the entire market. Uh, they basically took control of the supply in September. Uh, we had done a deal with GlaxoSmithKline on the Citrovimab, which a lot of people think is the most effective against Omicron, and that is no longer a possibility because the feds have an exclusive arrangement. Florida is seeing a dramatic rise in COVID hospitalizations. The CDC reports the number of those hospitalized with COVID last week was up 110% compared to the week before. Almost 5,800 people were hospitalized as of Sunday. 
Amid a rise in Omicron COVID cases, Governor Ron DeSantis is reiterating that he will not be closing any schools or businesses. And you can't let any type of, of hysteria undercut uh, the, the normal functioning of society. DeSantis wants the federal government to send more monoclonal antibodies to the state and says the state will set up more sites if they get more doses. The Food and Drug Administration has issued approval for a booster shot of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for children as young as 12. The Pfizer vaccine is the first booster shot to receive emergency authorization for young teens and preteens. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine was approved for use in adolescents in May, and the CDC has recommended adults seek a booster shot six months after their final dose. That means that many teens will immediately be eligible for additional shots as soon as they are available. As the infectious Omicron variant continues to surge nationwide and hospitalizations of children increase, school policies on the Treasure Coast have minimally shifted with students returning to school this week. In Indian River County, the school district will implement temporary mask requirements for staff. School board members were briefed Monday when the schools plan for reopening Wednesday. The district deputy superintendent, Scott Bass, says, as of right now, we will be requiring staff and visitors to wear masks when social distancing isn't possible until January 14. Officials will reevaluate this plan January 14, depending on the number of positive cases at each school, Bass said. For students, the school district is encouraging mask wearing when social distance is not possible, but there will be no mask mandate. The school district's new COVID-19 response guidelines say students only have to isolate at home for five days in accordance with the CDC's updated guidelines. And the public should avoid contact with the water on the eastern shoreline of Lake Okeechobee at the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam. That contains toxic algae traces, state officials warned Monday. The potentially harmful cyanobacteria, commonly called blue-green algae, contained 0.25 parts per billion of the toxin microcystin on December 27th, according to latest Florida Department of Environmental Protection data. At eight parts per billion, the toxin makes water too hazardous to touch, ingest, or inhale for people, pets, and wildlife, according to the Environmental Protection Agency. A September 27 health advisory for waters in the C-44 canal where the St. Lucie Lock and Dam was lifted November 30th, along with the months-long advisories at Port Mayaka. Monday's advisory, announced by the Florida Department of Health Office in Martin County, marks the first algae alert of the year for the Treasure Coast. Such alerts are most common in the hotter, wetter summer months. So what do you do if you do see an algae bloom? The Florida Department of Environmental Protection collects and analyzes algae bloom samples. So report a bloom to DEP online or via its toll-free hotline at 855-305-3903. 
And lastly, the coronavirus pandemic spurred an unprecedented real estate market this year as many people relocated to the Sunshine State when working remotely became the norm. Newcomers to the Treasure Coast flocked here, hoping to secure properties in high demand but low supply, which catapulted home sale prices. Historically, these cost increases would have deterred buyers and cooled the market, but not this year. The Tri-County region saw skyrocketing prices on both single-family residences and rental rates, diminishing inventory slowed sales in the last few months, but experts have maintained their belief that demand will not slow anytime soon. Last night was Ben Roethlisberger's final home game, and here are the highlights. Was it at the 50-yard line? First and goal. Ben, quick throw. Deontay Johnson. Hung on to that one. Touchdown, Steelers. Ben has Deontay Johnson to step up this week. He's had a couple of drops here early, but that one, there was no question for the touchdown. Najee Harris to the end zone. Touchdown, Steelers. And Ben, it's all yours. I think Mike Tomlin wanted to give him another chance, yes. and everybody came on the field. He says, I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> One last time. How do you leave this place, Ben? I don't know. With a win. Uh, I'm just so thankful for the fans. My family, obviously, and the good Lord has blessed me in so many ways. Uh, we still got another game. I'll be excited and ready to go for that, but this is just an awesome place. Very nice that they won at home last night and Ben Roethlisberger. Our news time is 628, and we'll have weather and traffic for you next. of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, no accidents, but like we did mention this morning, there is some uh, roadblock on Port St. Lucie Boulevard. This is eastbound right before you get onto U.S. Highway 1. And in fact, you're you're not going to get onto U.S. 1 at that area. What I had to do this morning was take a little detour north there before uh, getting back on U.S. 1 and heading southbound. 
And uh, that little detour I took was like right around that Checkers, uh, Applebee's area of uh, the roads back there. But no accidents. And if you see something, say something. Always tell us at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 58 in Stewart this morning. Yes, nice and cool. And in Baracoa, Cuba, a balmy 69. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as a front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. When you think cryptocurrency, you think Bitcoin, Shiba, Robinhood. No, Radio Shack. Yep, Radio Shack is rebranding as... You mean the place that used to be in the strip mall that used to sell cables and cheap electronics? Yeah, rebranding as a cryptocurrency exchange platform. Didn't they file for bankruptcy in 2015? And now they're leading the way for blockchain tech to reach mainstream adoption. You don't even know what that means, do you? Um, no. 
Want to buy a camcorder or a cassette player that also features AM, FM radio? No, but good luck with your cryptocurrency thing. I'm sure you're going to kill it. Radio Shack Crypto. Come on. Take a chance. Speaking of Radio Shack, when I was a kid, I had a remote control car from there. It was the best. Do you remember Radio Shack used to be in all the different malls? You'd go in and, you know, they were known for all their cables and electronics and things like that. I do remember Radio Shack. Yeah. And, you know, actually, I kind of miss them. And, you know, like if cryptocurrency, if, if there was one on the corner, you know, you'd be taking a chance. Mm-hmm. But... You know, when people take chances, you you just never know. Yeah, Radio Shack was really cool. I I missed that store a lot. I actually, my very first computer came from a Radio Shack, and it ran on a DOS system. It did now. Windows was not around back in the day. That was like the day of the dinosaur. It was like $1,600. Oh, that's oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, that's that was uh, people were wanting it at the time, and uh, yeah. they would run to Radio Shack and get it. So that that demand was high, that price yeah. was high too, wasn't it? Yeah, and also was my nerves because I couldn't figure out how to use the damn thing. So after countless tries, I said, "The heck with it." And I just returned it and got my money back. Oh, you did? You, yeah. You seem like the kind of guy who would sit there and tinker with it until you figured it I out. I wasn't that knowledgeable in electronics way back in the day. This is going back to like the late 80s. Maybe you weren't as patient back and then. And there were like, you had to put floppy disks in for everything because oh, there was I no hard that. drive. I remember. Wasn't that yeah. weird using the floppy disks? And then they would get all... Uh, dusty and everything and it was crazy you couldn't even uh you'd have to wipe them off with a little cloth and yeah. that was that was a frustrating it oh, just oh the times <laughs> yeah oh the times speaking of times let's go to some uh, viral videos <laughs> So I have two viral videos. One, I'm just going to explain what it is because there's really no sound for it. It's a guy that's in Indonesia, and he's walking in the rain when a lightning bolt strikes his umbrella, knocks him clearly down to the ground. It looks like a fireworks explosion. I would hate to be holding an umbrella in any kind of a... A lightning storm. And you see him lying on the ground. And then after a while, he gets up. He just gets up like like nothing ever happened. He shook it off. I'll show you the video, Bonnie. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me pull it up here on my computer. On my pewter. How does a guy get up after he gets uh, struck holding, holding an umbrella in lightning? All right. So here's the guy. There he is, Bonnie. He's walking across. He's holding the umbrella. Okay, you see, you'll and you'll see the lightning strike him. I mean, it's a solid hit. Any second now. Here we go, and bam! Is that amazing? Wow. And then he laid there, and then people came over to him, and then he eventually he got up. But it's like the lightning; it like blew him up completely, just completely rattled his brain i can't even imagine i didn't see the part where he got up though evan no did he get did it was just in, it was in the print that he it was in the print afterward. that he got up after about five minutes he got up could you imagine the lightning that bolt going through your body like that mm-hmm. how does a guy get up and recover from that well he's probably got no more hair left on his body number one because <laughs> it got singed off yeah 
you know, he reminds me of one of those birds I was talking about yesterday mm-hmm. when a bird hits the window mm-hmm. and boom, that birdie goes down. But then a few minutes later, you see a birdie get up and yeah. start to fly yeah, away. Exactly. There's a, uh, a famous YouTuber called Charlie Barons who imagined what it would be like if you had a conversation with the computer screen at the gas pump. It starts with the computer trying to tell him and sell him a car wash and just a whole bunch of other things. Do you like those computer screens at the gas pump when they entertain you for a little bit? No, because if something catches your eye and it's a story about something and then you're done pumping your gas and you got to put the handle up, you have no way to watch the rest of it. Lately, mine's been tell- telling you to go get a Slurpee or get or no. how you can save on some candy or some sort of thing where they sell there. All right. Well, here's Charlie Barron's talking to the machine. What is your zip code? 54220. Would you like a car wash? Nope. I'll get one when it rains. Are you a rewards member? Nope. Would you like to sign up today? No. Are you aware you could get 3% back on all no, purchases? No, I wasn't. Okay. Well, you could get 3% back on all purchases. You gotta be kidding me. No. Have you seen a therapist about your anger issues? What? Is your anger just a disguise for your sadness? I don't know. You don't have a maybe button. I understand. It's going to be okay. Thank you. I just don't even want to talk to about it. I'm here for you. Perhaps you just need a safe space to express your sadness. Yeah. Would you like a car wash? <laughs> That's driving, amazing. He's driving away crying. Yes, yes. That just... Uh, I never heard... Now, I never heard my gas pump little TV monitor ask mm-hmm. me if I need a therapist or how I'm feeling or anything like that. I don't know. <laughs> That know, was weird. I don't know how they got it to do that. That was weird. <laughs> that was definitely weird. Here's another viral video of three family members. They did what's called the cookie on the forehead challenge. You ever heard of that before? Where you put maybe a cookie on your dog's forehead no. and you say, wait, wait. Okay, it's all ready if you eat it. I've done that with, with Kaya. I put the cookie here yes. and she'll keep it right there on her snout. And when I say go, she'll just like go. And she'll grab It'll it be right gone midair. Like in a second. But the the cookie on the forehead challenge is where you tilt your forehead back and you put a cookie here. Oh, we have humans doing this yes. one. Oh, this is a good one. Wait till you see the video and you'll hear it. And you have to tilt your head down and get the cookie to fall down your face and into your mouth. You have to have a lot of patience no for hands. that to play that one, too. No hands at all. you got to have the right kind of ski slope on your nose. Yeah, so yeah. Listen, that there you go. Cookie. No. Here you go. So here they are. Look. Get it, get it. You, you see, you see that that one fell. Now this guy, watch. Look at this guy. It's on his eyeball now. His fell. Now here's the last one, Bonnie. Watch, watch him. He's got it on his eye. And he the gets it down. It, it's, it's getting down to his cheek. And he's got it just about there. He's tilting his head. And, 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 and he did it. He was so close. He's so close and he got it. And he got it. Yep. Down in the crevice, that cookie fell. Yep. 
hours of fun for the family, right? That, <laughs> that family was having so much fun with that. How to keep yourself amused in these trying times and do the head on the cookie challenge. Looks like that was during Christmas. And, uh, well, we could have done a lot of that because we, we had a lot of Christmas cookies yeah, for the holidays. Did. We definitely did. And admittedly, some of them, too, went in the garbage. We had so many. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my friend brought over some sugar cookies that she made. Mm-hmm. And uh, last night when I was cleaning out the garbage or cleaning out the refrigerator, I'm like, do we need these pretty Christmas cookies anymore? <laughs> no. Toss them. They're Get pretty, rid of but, them. They're pretty, but not Is there an edible. expiration date on the box? No, because she made them homemade. So oh. who the heck knows what the the ex, it expires when you say it expires. There you, if they're homemade, yeah, there's no expiration date. You have to kind of use your judgment. A couple of days and that's it. When you get that feeling, yeah. right? <laughs> Especially if you take them out and you throw them against the wall and it puts a hole in the wall. <laughs> I think they're a little expired. You know, if we lived in Wisconsin, we could have taken them outside and used them for hockey 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 pucks. pucks. Yeah, there you go. Now play that's him, a great idea. Play them on the ice. Uh, Bonnie, did you know that 40% of adults say they are embarrassed by their middle name and blame their parents for it? Are you embarrassed by your middle name? My middle name is Alan. Alan's, now that's Evan a good Evan Alan name. Nine. Yeah. May I ask what yours is? I think uh, Gary's is also Alan. Oh. Uh, A-L-A-N. Okay. I, I think it is. Okay. Uh, mine is uh, K. Oh, Bonnie Ashley K. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> K-A-Y. All right. Very good. I like that one. Uh, Rachel's is Diane. Rachel Diane 9. That's a pretty one. Yeah, Diane. And uh, let me see. Gavin's is Gavin Michael. Okay. That's uh, good. Michael's a good, solid yep. Catholic name. Uh, Darren, my oldest son, is named after two things. His middle name is named after my father, Joseph. So he's Darren Joseph. Mm-hmm. And he's also named after what I do for a living, DJ. Oh, Dar- I purposely Darren, named him that. DJ. DJ. Oh, oh, DJ. Darren, jo- Darren, Darren Joseph. Joseph. If you shortened so up DJ, that's what I do for a DJ. living. DJ. That's um. That's Dan and Roseanne's boy too on the Connors. Oh, is it? Uh huh. Okay. And, All right. And Roseanne. DJ. Now, Haley is uh, Haley Elizabeth. She's named after a soap opera star. Which one? I don't know. Um, I couldn't. You gotta ask I, I couldn't your tell wife. You. And no, the, the ex-wife. The named, ex-wife. Will the know ex-wife this. named the twins. Um, and then Dylan is named after nine hundred two one zero Luke Perry, Dylan McKay. Oh, okay. So his name, middle and first first and middle name is Dylan, Dylan and McKay. McKay. Yeah, he's named after Luke one Perry. One of those nine hundred two one zero kids. Yeah, one of those nine hundred two one zero kids. We have a call. Let's uh, grab the call real quick. If I could press this button. Uh, hi, good morning. You're on the radio. One call. So anyway, uh, this is Palm City Charlie, as you know. Gee, so you know what? A, what led me to man. believe that? Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Naming his kid killer. Oh my god. <laughs> Think about that. Right? What am I supposed to think about? No, no, no. Like imagine a person whose profession is a bad profession, and he names his kid Killer. You know? Have you ever heard of anybody, any kid with that name? Well, I've any... heard of kids that have had the nickname Killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah as yeah. a nickname before. Yeah. I never I heard it I, as a I just, I just thought, uh, and I also thought, and I love you guys, you're giving out a lot of information. I mean, you know, people stealing identities and stuff. Right. I guess I'm too careful. So. 
Well, I don't have to worry about my identity being stolen because I've got like Fort Knox on all my personal information. And also, you've had so many radio names. People would be confused. I know, right? I'm like, I have all these alter egos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because is nine Puerto Rican? It is, actually. And and nine is my legal last name. That is Puerto Rican? It is is Puerto Rican because my dad's name was here here's the 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 background of it uh, Charlie my okay. dad when he lived in Puerto Rico he was known as Jose Nine Oh, oh, that's okay. how you pronounced it. Right, Jose Nine. N E was right. with a little slant apostrophe right. over the right. E. Right. He was Jose Nine in Puerto Rico. Then he moved to the states, and he changed uh, from Jose to Joseph. And he went from Nine to Nine. And people would always ask me, well, why wasn't it Nueve? And I'm like, because in Spanish, it was Nine, and then he had a legal name change yeah. to Nine. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, yep, that uh, makes I, a lot of sense. I don't know if I ever mentioned that years ago, I received my family tree from somebody living in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and a, a few years ago, my son shared with me that he got the same thing. A story that my grandmother used to tell me, and she was born in 1900, mm-hmm. um, literally was on the family tree. Wow. Uh, it's amazing. Somebody in Italy stole some bread mm-hmm. and and ran. They were going to hang the guy in the 1700s wow. and That's... ended up in Puerto Rico. And supposedly, somebody in our family devel- helped develop the uh, Puerto Rican flag. Oh, oh wow! Go on the family tree. Very cool. Very amazing. Cool. That's, right, very you never cool. know what you find out with your right. family history, right? Well, thanks for calling in, Charlie. We got to get to news, as you okay, well know. That was my time. first call. That's number one. We'll have number two in the seven o'clock hour, and number three. In well, the we're eight counting in twos today. Okay. Oh, we're doing right. twos today. All right, buddy. Take care. <laughs> 6.48 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Governor Ron DeSantis is addressing the recent spike in COVID cases. He wants the federal government to free up more monoclonal antibodies to treat those who get infected. Federal government has cornered the entire market. Uh, they basically took control of the supply in September. Uh, we had done a deal with GlaxoSmithKline on the Citrovimab, which a lot of people think is the most effective against Omicron, and that is no longer a possibility because the feds have an exclusive arrangement. Florida is seeing a dramatic rise in COVID hospitalizations. The CDC reports the number of those hospitalized with COVID last week was up 110% compared to the week before. Almost 5,800 people were hospitalized as of Sunday. The Food and Drug Administration has issued approval for a booster shot of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for children as young as 12. The Pfizer vaccine is the first booster shot to receive emergency authorization for young teens and preteens. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine was approved for use in adolescents in May, and the CDC has recommended adults seek a booster shot six months after their final dose. That means that many teens will immediately be eligible for additional shots as soon as they are available. 
The Kravis Center announced Monday that they would be rescheduling Summer, the Donna Summer musical. According to the venue, there are breakthrough COVID-19 cases within the company of the show. The Kravis on Broadway performances are rescheduled to May 20th through the 26th, 2022. Tickets for the January shows will automatically be moved to the new performance dates. Ticket holders will receive tickets with the new dates. All other shows at the Kravis Center are scheduled as planned as the coronavirus outbreak was limited to the company of summer. A new mask policy takes effect today in Orange County schools. Superintendent Barbara Jenkins announced yesterday that all adults, including employees, visitors, and vendors, must wear a mask in OCPS buildings and vehicles. The next mayor of St. Petersburg won't get to hold an in-person inauguration after testing positive for COVID. Mayor-elect Ken Welch was set to be sworn in on the steps of St. Petersburg City Hall Thursday, but he'll now take the oath of office and deliver his inauguration message virtually. Welch's campaign says he tested positive for COVID Monday and will stay in isolation until January 10th following current CDC guidelines. Welch will become St. Petersburg's 54th mayor and its first African-American mayor when he's sworn in. I'm Gordon Bird. Two elephants died within days of each other at the ABQ Biopark Zoo in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Zoo officials said that Thorne, a three-year-old male, died on Christmas Day. His sister Jasmine, an eight-year-old Asian elephant, died Sunday. The zoo said both elephants died from complications from the endotheliotropic herpes virus as a community we are all saddened by the loss of any elephants especially young animals like thorn and jasmine we know the professionals at abq biopark and those from the eehv advisory group that dedicated their time to administering the eehv treatment regime gave it their all said dan ash president and the ceo of the association of zoos and aquariums EEHV causes hemorrhagic disease that can be fatal for young elephants. It's the leading cause of death for Asian elephant calves and can strike elephants in the wild and in human care. That's a statement from a zoo official. Lastly, SeaWorld Orlando is announcing an opening date for its long-awaited new thrill ride. Icebreaker will be SeaWorld's first launch coaster and will officially open February 18th. The Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield confirmed Monday night he will be having off-season surgery to repair the torn labrum in his non-throwing left shoulder, an injury he has played through since week two. With the Browns already eliminated from playoff contention, Mayfield also didn't rule out sitting for Cleveland's final game on Sunday against the visiting Cincinnati Bengals, but he said he would be conferring with his agent and family before making the decision. I'm an extremely competitive guy, Mayfield said, following Cleveland's 26-14 loss last night at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now it's time for me to start looking at what's in the best interest of me and my health. Hey, we see congratulations to uh, J4K Buckeyes in Lenny's Pick'em League. The winner this week, he picked 14 correct. Therefore, he wins a nice uh, $25 gift certificate from the St. Lucie Draft House. 
J4K Buckeyes, congrats and enjoy. Our news time is 6.53, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 2-2-0-3-3-8-0. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on outside? Well, no traffic accidents, so it's all looking like a uh, good ride so far. So good if you're heading out the door. Uh, just keep in mind, saw a little bit of road work as we approached Highway US-1 this morning heading east on Port St. Lucie Boulevard. So there was a traffic tie-up in that area with uh, police blocking and the cones involved where you got to take a little bit of a detour to get back onto US-1. So just use some caution there. And that's your latest look at traffic. Cool for us this morning, too. It's 54 in Port St. Lucie and in Frankenmuth, Michigan. A chilly bones, 19 above. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as a front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. Our RSC women's basketball team will continue the Indian River State College tradition of champions as we head into the 2021-2022 season. Hi, I'm Marianne Loxon, a 5'5 point guard for your Pioneers. We play in 18 non-conference games before beginning our Southern Conference play in January. My teammates and I excel both on the court and in the classroom as we continue the tradition of champions here at IRSC. Go River! The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. 
St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Arroso Cleaners has been there for you here on the Treasure Coast for more than three decades. Arroso Cleaners Valet Service, 985-2143. It's been serving all of St. Lucie County, North Stewart, and Palm City with no delivery fee. Arroso Cleaners with three locations to serve you. Or call the valet service, 985-2143. That's 985-2143. Arroso Cleaners. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 659 on the Get Up and Go Show. Coming up next hour, we're going to have more uh, stuff for you and entertain you with hour number two. We'll have birthdays and anniversaries. And then in hour number three, the return of Chief Deputy John Budenseek. From the Martin County Sheriff's Office, he'll give us an update. And we're going to be talking about body cameras and the uh, effects and the usage and things like that with uh, Major uh, Chief uh, Deputy. I, I, I can't get used to saying Chief Deputy. I used to call him Major all the time. We did, yeah. He's Chief Deputy now, He's though. number two guy in charge, right under uh, Sheriff uh, William Snyder. Anyway, we'll be back. We'll take a short pause for the cause. We're WSCU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Just yesterday, though, some could be from the weekend, not reported then. Part of the Omicron variant surge, many cases are milder. Deaths have not surged at the same record rate. They were down compared to a week ago. Many schools and many states are closed again, going back to remote learning, including Atlanta and in Philadelphia, but not New York City. The safest place for our children is in a school building. That is new mayor Eric Adams. People from Georgia up to Jersey got hit with a winter storm. Fox's Sonia J. Powers has an update live. Dave, the storm dumped snow in the south and mid-Atlantic, leaving at least five people dead. Two of those were children in Tennessee and Georgia. More than a quarter million homes and businesses were without power. By mid-afternoon yesterday, there were reports of upwards of 10 inches of snow in Virginia, Maryland, New Jersey, and North Carolina. That storm, coupled with rising COVID cases, has also affected travel. More than 3,000 U.S. flights were canceled by late yesterday. About 1,000 have been canceled so far today. Dave. Tanya, for the second day in a row, two drones loaded with explosives were shot down in Iraq as they headed to an Iraqi military base housing U.S. troops, coinciding with the two-year anniversary of the American airstrike that killed a top Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, who then-President Trump called a terrorist responsible for killing Americans. Iran's president is calling for revenge. What type of revenge? The then-president of America.
America, which is the main aggressor, murderer, and a criminal, must be prosecuted and killed. He wants to put Trump and then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on trial. Pompeo tells the Fox News Rundown podcast. They killed thousands of their own. They're now threatening to kill former senior American officials. This is a, a theocracy, a thugocracy. America's listening to Fox News. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked them up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got Duck, Duck, Go and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with Duck, Duck, Go. Privacy simplified. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. President Biden is beefing up his effort to stop inflation. President Biden told a meeting of farmers, ranchers, and independent meat processors that he will use a billion dollars in economic relief funding to increase capacity for meat packers. We'll give farmers and ranchers more options beyond giant processing conglomerates. Shore up the weak points in our food supply chain. The Department of Agriculture and Justice Department also announced a joint effort for ranchers, farmers, and other industry workers to report potential anti-competition violations. Small, independent farmers and ranchers are being driven out of business, sometimes businesses that have been around for generations. Meat prices jumped significantly. Last year, beef was up more than 20%. Jared Halpern, Fox News. The meat industry blames rising costs and supply chain issues for those rising prices. Guilty, but not on all counts. That's the verdict in the case against... Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes. This end-of-day verdict is a big win for the prosecution and came after the jury said it could not agree on three counts relating to whether Elizabeth Holmes intentionally defrauded three investors out of millions of dollars. But that still left eight counts left. And that's where the jury was unanimous, handing down a verdict that was split down the middle. Essentially convicting Holmes on four counts of defrauding three other investors and finding her not guilty on four counts of defrauding patients about the effectiveness of her blood testing technology. Fox's Claudia Cohen on Wall Street stock futures are rising, so the down the S&P 500 could add to the record highs set yesterday. On Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Cleveland Browns 26-14 in what appears to be Ben Roethlisberger's final home game, saying right after on ESPN. Just the end of it, having a chance to go back out there, just... I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. I'm just so thankful for these fans in this place. The win keeps the Steelers' playoff chances alive. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapters Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida. Largest indoor gun range on TC. The 44th Home and Gardens. Extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy. Including Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens interiors. Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's interiors. Agler Tile and Bath. 
55 plus living with the palms of St. Lucie West, Better Life Home Care, live theater with Sunrise Theater, Riverside Theater, travel, resorts, attractions, Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, Bach Tower, Florida Oceanographic, Health New World of Medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, CareNet Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram's, Around Town Magazine is power-packed, and so much more. Have you ever thought about advertising your business or services on radio? You know, it's a lot more affordable than you think. In fact, you hearing this right now proves that radio still works. Reach out to locals like you who still listen to radio. Find out how easy and effective it is. Call 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Let me help kickstart your message on Martin County's Heritage Station. On Today with Denny, your local finance and entertainment show. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022. What's up, my brother? I don't know. What's up, my brother? What do you got for me? I've got good news and good news. All right. Well, tell me. Tell them the good news. All right. Well, we'll tell you the good news here in just a few moments. In the meantime... It is 7.08 this morning. Madam Clock, would you please give us the time? It's 7.08 a.m. 7.08 a.m., as the young lady says in the box, and the top of the morning to you, Miss Bonnie. And we say good morning, and uh, we say welcome those listening in the Martin County Stewart area, mm-hmm. and perhaps if we do have any listeners from the St. Lucie County area. Uh, we uh, welcome one and all. Welcome to the Tuesday show. That's right. We are here to entertain you for three hours. If you have any suggestion, uh, we have a box outside our front door that has a padlock on it. Just put your little suggestion in the box. Unfortunately, we don't have the key. So we'll never get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I found a new keychain in the drawer last night. Did you? You know where it came from? Where? I think it came from the Palm Beach County Police. Mm. Remember when you brought in all of those little goodies from the sheriffs? Oh, the my, sheriff's friend, uh, my friend, my uh, friend Michelle at uh, Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, yes. I was putting away my holiday decorations last night, including up in the attic, in the cupboards, in the drawers, and there I found that little bag of goodies from the sheriff down there. Oh, wow. And uh, lo and behold, I have a new keychain this morning. Do you? And magnets for the refrigerator. There you go. And a ton of pens that they sent. They sent some really good goodies in that package. I just love it. Yes, indeed. It was a nice little care package, courtesy of my good friend. Let's do some birthdays. News on the radio. 
If you are born today, January the 4th, 2022, we say happy birthday to you. Bonnie, what do you got? Happy birthday to my friend Dan, who's from Texas. And, Dan uh, the man. He met a rich lady, so now he's been kind of touring the state of Florida. Every time I look at Facebook, he's on another beach with a lady friend. Really? And she's wealthy. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, <laughs> Dan... And he's, Dan. Not, and he's not doing too badly either. So Well, so he hooked up with money is what you're saying, money, basically. Some money meeting more money. So wow. What's, what's wrong with that? What's the matter with that? Um, also, happy birthday up to Roger. In Maybe North, I'm with the wrong person. Northern Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say that? that? No. Never, no, never, never rubber, what would I say, rubberneck someone who yeah. might look like they have more money and be loaded than you. Have you seen that new TV show that's called, I think it's Millionaire or something Joe like that. Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire, yeah, where one guy is a millionaire and one guy is an average Joe. And and you got the girl that's yeah. maybe dating them can't tell the difference. They have can't to pick one. one they have to pick one. I, you know, I have to tune in for that. I, I, I have I've to give seen that the a teasers. chance. I've, I've seen the teasers for that. It looks pretty damn good. I bet it's kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, now, does it give you the guy that is the millionaire, you as the viewer, I wonder? No, it doesn't. It's, it's so a cliffhanger. You're, you're kind of wondering, too, and, exactly. and trying to decide with the woman. And I wonder if they're going to do a vice versa where it's uh, they're not going to have... They're going to have Jill Millionaire, maybe where the woman would be the millionaire, mm. and the guy would get to choose. I which think one they of the should. Girls. I think they should because you know tit for tat. I think it's it needs to it if you can do one, you darn sure can certainly do the other. They have a bachelor and they have a bachelorette. They'll probably uh, it'll probably come to that. Equal rights. Yes, I agree with you. You, you know what? One I haven't watched in eons is that uh, Love at First Sight, which you had me watching. Was it? Is oh, it called? Married at First Mar- Sight. Married at Married First at First Sight. Sight. Yes. Did they make any new ones? Oh in yeah, the there's past a new. There's new going on right now. New seasons. And it all, and always all runs. It's constantly running all oh, the man. time. So there's my uh, brainless TV that uh, maybe. Maybe I'll go to watch if there I, if I feel like watching there you go. something where, where I can just get lost for a little while. All right. Daphne Keene is 17 years old today. That's Wolverine's kid in Logan and the star of his Dark Materials. Carrie Condon, 39 years old today. That's the Irish lass who's the voice of Friday. Uh, Darcy Carden is 42. That's Janet on the Good Place. Jeannie Mai is 43, holy moly, sideline reporter and Dancing with the Stars fan favorite who is forced to back out of season 29 for emergency surgery. Holy moly, I don't know mm-hmm. that one either. Neither holy do I. Holy moly, Rocky. <laughs> I couldn't I, tell you. I don't you. know any of these people so far. Jill Marie Jones is 47 years old today. She was Amanda Fisher on Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, Benjamin Darville is 55. That's the former crash test dummy. Deanna Carter. Now, we all know who she is. She's a country music artist. Beautiful young lady. She is 56 years old today, Bonnie. Any, um, I wonder if she's any relation to, uh, what's her last name? Carter? June Carter Cash. Maybe June Carter Cash. Don't know. wonder if she's uh, related to that Carter family. Julia um, Ormond, 57 years old today. That's Joanna Beanchamp on The Witches of East End. Dot Marie Jones is 58. That's the transgender coach Bestie on Glee. Oh, yeah, from Glee. Mm-hmm. And how would you like to have a name, the first name being your name, Dot? Dot. 
Hi, Dot. Hi, Dot. <laughs> well, it's probably short for Dottie or Dorothy. I'm sure. Has yeah, to be. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Foley is 59 years old today. Uh, news Radio, Dr. Ken and Kids in the Hall. Graham McTavish is 61. That's the Saint of Killers on AMC's Preacher. So Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall, Mm -hmm. 59. That was a funny show Mm -hmm. way back when. Those guys were from uh, Canada, Mm -hmm. comedians from Canada. Uh, Michael Stipe is 62. That's uh, R.E.M., uh, one of the R.E.M. people. Shiny, happy people holding hands and losing my religion. That's uh, They're probably their most... uh, Famous song, Losing My Religion. Yeah, I think so. Matt but Brewer. Definitely their biggest. I'm sorry, Matt Frewer is 64. He has Max Hendrum. And country singer Patty Loveless, 65 years old. Oh, today. my. Patty wow. Loveless, yeah. Yeah. Getting up there. How about Tina Knowles, 68 years old? That's Beyonce and Solange's mama. Tina Knowles. Diane Cannon is 85. That's the bombshell. She is Judge. Whipper Cone on Allie McBeal. Diane Cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an old um, Hollywood name, mm-hmm. like a blonde bombshell she yes, was. Yes, yes. Uh, 85 today. Mm-hmm. Let's see. She's in the Willie Nelson 1980 classic, Honeysuckle Rose. Yep. Kind of an old movie there that you can watch uh, with, with Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warren Beatty's 1978 classic, Heaven Can Wait, she mm-hmm. was in. Wow. Um, Got to watch a, a couple of those movies and revisit Diane Cannon. Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, Coach Don Shula uh, had the undefeated season with the Miami Dolphins, passed away in 2020. Passed away at the age of, uh, was it 90 years old? Yeah. Yeah, wow. 90 years old he lived to be. 90. Wow. Uh-huh. That's a good age. Uh, heavyweight boxing champ Floyd Patterson. Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, he passed away in 2006. Wow. He fought, uh, looks like he fought Muhammad Ali in mm-hmm. 1972. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of those that my mom and dad was watching. It seemed like they had the Ali fights on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you would have Howard Cosell ringside. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always... We, we usually had the fights on at home. The famous line from Howard Cosell. When he fought, uh, when uh, Muhammad Ali fought Joe Frazier, I remember it like it was yesterday. Howard Cosell would say, down goes Frazier. Down <laughs> goes Frazier. Oh, Frazier yeah. is down. Was was Cosell originally from like the Boston area? New York. New York. Was New York. Yeah. <laughs> His grandson, um, Colin Cosell, is the PA announcer over at uh, City Field in New York for the New York Mets. That's very cool. And he does. And he sounds, does he sound like Howard Well, Cosell? normally he doesn't, but when he does an imitation. Oh, he can imitate his dad. He can dad. imitate his granddad like you have no idea. So this is his grandson, not yes. his son. Right, his grandson. Yeah. He can imitate his granddad like, no, tom- uh, you would think you were talking to Howard Cosell. A chip off the old block. Yeah, I'll have to get him to call in one morning yeah, to the right. show and have him on. Yeah. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. It's my second call. So Number I two. saw uh, Cassius Clay by Sonny Liston um, in a drive-in theater. You know, it was like a, you know, here's the film of it. Unbelievable. But as Cassius Clay. As Cassius Clay, not Muhammad Ali. That right. was his alter ego. In, in the beginning of his... 
the very beginning. Career, mm-hmm. He was Cassius Clay. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, a lot of, and my, a lot of people don't know that, Charlie. My son was born in 72. Was he? Yeah. Wow. He's about to turn 50. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my, my word. Where does he live? On Long Island. Oh, okay. Oh, very nice. So you go up he and told, see him? He sent me a message, guys. It's 20 degrees and a wind chill. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's cold up there right yeah. now. He looks outside. He's for the railroad. They're putting in a third rail. Oh, boy. He's got to keep moving to keep warm. Is he doing that no, today? No, he can't keep moving, Bonnie. He's got to be. He's got a, a really a great job now because they pay him a lot of money, and he's like a crossing guard making sure that nobody messes around, you know, him and another guy. Mm-hmm. And, and they are making money like unbelievable. Sweet. Those guys In make good money up there, huh? Three, as a teacher, step four, I was paid ten five. Isn't that ridiculous? Wow. That's, That's crazy. Absurd. Yeah, it is. It really is. They asked me back. I went into the health spas and made a heck of a lot more money. <laughs> All right. All right, Charlie, have a great day. Maybe I'll call you for a third call. You never know. Anything is possible with you, Charlie. I mean, maybe you'll deliver us breakfast. Who knows? Anything is possible. Maybe maybe I'll parachute in. I'll have a plane fly over. Love it. Love it. You can jump right on the roof. Maybe you'll take a trip to Long Island, and we won't hear from you in a while. Well, when I used to fly after I got out of the military, I always wanted a parachute. (laughs) Okay. And I got over that. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Wow, you just fired the cannon. I don't know. I was just, it was just an idea. Go to Long Island, visit the boy, visit oh, the son. Oh, man. That was good. That was a good one. I wouldn't mind taking a trip to Long Island right now and cooling off a little bit. That'd be nice. But, but 20 above, that's, that's some cooling yeah. off. Uh, today is National Tom Thumb Day. General Tom Thumb, a dwarf actor, took the entertainment industry by storm. So if you see somebody that's vertically challenged... I never like to use the word short. I just think yeah. it's kind of demeaning, so I use vertically challenged. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. It just it's it puts a little humor okay. and a spin on it. Maybe that's a little bit more politically correct now. You know, I it's like, hey, say. look at the short person, or instead you say, hey. Look at the vertically challenged person. Then what do you call like a tall person? It, is it okay to just say that tall person They're over there? They're not vertically challenged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that very long in stature right. person over there. Look at the ginormous person sitting over there. Yep. It's also National Weigh-In Day. Weigh in the latest fitness and diet routines to recover from the holiday eating period. So today is a day they say you're supposed to get on the scale, weigh yourself, and do something about it. And it's also World Braille Day. So let's spread awareness about Braille and all other forms of communication that are accessible. Now, my hat goes off mm-hmm. to people that read by Braille. Hands down, I would never, ever say nothing negative about somebody that reads by Braille. Right. Because that's amazing how somebody can do that. That in to itself learn, to is learn a that. talent. Yeah. By feel and um, yeah. by feeling of the, the lettering, right? Because mm-hmm. if you yeah. ever notice on, like, if you go to office buildings or things like that, they have the suite numbers, and they also have the little Braille insignias. I've seen that before. So for people yeah. that are, are, are vision impaired, they can touch and feel, and they know exactly where they are. Yeah. Um, I went to school with a uh, blind man, mm-hmm. and... 
he was like uh, 72 already when we went to massage therapy together. Mm-hmm. He became a massage therapist. Really? And he was visually impaired. Visually impaired. My hat goes he, off to that He guy. had always wanted to be one, and he got hired, too, in wow, the area. Wow, good for him. Good for him. Because you see in massage, you, it's more of like you feel the muscle. Yeah. You don't have to have the perfect eyesight. You don't need to see the muscle. It's all by, by, by feeling touch. touch. Yeah. Exactly. And with a massage history, they say that some of the best therapists in the past started out blind. Wow. Like they, it goes in history where they did have uh, some really good blind massage therapists. You know, maybe they might just add that into the course curriculum when they teach where they actually put a blindfold on the student and you have to give a massage with a blindfold on to see how well you score and we, you can go around the body. We had to do that during class, mm-hmm. during one of our classes. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that is pretty what cool. we had to do. That is definitely very, very yeah. cool. It is 722 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie this morning. It's time for news. So, without further ado, let's go to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The jury found former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes guilty of four of the 11 criminal counts she faced. She was found not guilty on four other counts. The jury deadlocked on the three other charges. Earlier in the day, Judge Edward DeValia instructed jurors to try and come to a unanimous consensus on the three charges they deadlocked on. However, they were unable to reach an agreement. The jurors had spent roughly 40 hours spread across seven days in deliberation. Holmes, age 37, faced 11 criminal charges alleging that she duped investors and patients by hailing her company's blood testing technology as a medical breakthrough. Holmes now faces up to 20 years in prison for each count, although legal experts say she is unlikely to receive the maximum sentence. Amid a rise in Omicron COVID cases, Governor Ron DeSantis is reiterating that he will not be closing any schools or businesses. And you can't let any type of of hysteria undercut uh, the the normal functioning of society. DeSantis wants the federal government to send more monoclonal antibodies to the state and says the state will set up more sites if they get more doses. A Brevard County man is facing charges for refusing to wear a mask at the airport. 63-year-old Daniel Chase was arrested Saturday at Melbourne, Orlando International Airport. Police say when an officer told him that masks were required, Chase yelled and cursed at the officer and said masks don't work. As the infectious Omicron variant continues to surge nationwide and hospitalizations of children increase, school policies on the Treasure Coast have minimally shifted with students returning to school this week. In Indian River, the school district will implement temporary mask requirements for staff. School board members were briefed Monday about the school's plan for reopening. The district deputy superintendent, Scott Bass, says as of right now, we will be requiring staff and visitors to wear masks when social distancing isn't possible until January 14. The school district is encouraging mask wearing when social distancing isn't possible but there will be no mask mandate. The school district's new COVID-19 response guidelines say students only have to isolate at home for five days. That's in accordance with the CDC's updated guidelines.
No one rang in 2022 with a major lottery win as both the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpots remain up for grabs. Of the January 1st Powerball drawing, valued at $500 million, rolled over with no winners Saturday evening. The grand prize is now estimated at $522 million with a cash value of $371 million. Mega Millions, which had a New Year's Eve drawing of $221 million, rolled over with no winners of that big prize. It had also rolled over twice before that and is now at $244 million prior to Tuesday's drawing. Cash value is an estimated $172.5 million. That would be a pretty good payday. And lastly, SeaWorld Orlando is announcing an opening date for its long-awaited new thrill ride, Icebreaker will be SeaWorld's first launch coaster, and that officially opens February 18th. Atlanta Hawks star point guard Trey Young scored an NBA season best 56 points. Wow. In a 136-131 loss to the Portland Trailblazers Monday night. Now Young shot 17 for 26 from the field, 7 for 12 from three-point distance, 15 for 15 from the line for his career high scoring total and added 14 assists. Also winning NBA yesterday, Golden State Warriors beat Miami Heat. Philadelphia over Houston. The Grizzlies beat the Brooklyn Nets. It was Chicago Bulls beating Orlando Magic last night. Our news time is 727. We'll have weather and traffic together for you next. Working remotely, internet shopping, retail space, and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. 728 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking? We do see one accident. This is in Palm City. It's on I-95 southbound at mile marker 109. Uh, No roadblock from this accident on I-95 southbound in Palm City. There's your latest look at traffic. Nice and cool for us. We have 58 in Palm City and in... Guanajuato, Mexico, it's a clear sky, it's 45. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as a front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 
When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. Life has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com. Because life has taught you well. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for PDP plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states. And with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Britney Spears unfollowed Jamie Lynn Spears on Instagram. However, the two continue to follow each other on Hick Talk. WandaVision tops the list of the most pirated shows of 2021. Ironically absent from the list, any shows about pirates. O.J. Simpson tweeted that Antonio Brown's meltdown during Sunday's game was total BS and inexcusable. And what better authority than O.J. when it comes to people losing their heads? And a woman who is in a COVID coma near death on a ventilator woke up when doctors treated her with Viagra. She says it's the true definition of hard luck. This is not headline news. From not headline news, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? So I thought we'd go to the northeast of the United States to start with this morning, Bonnie, in Delaware. 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 I've never been to Delaware. Neither have I. I, would, I wish to go, though. I bet it's a beautiful state. It's very small. 
Very small. Very small, isn't it? You blink and, and you're in and out of it. Don't you take like some sort of bridge to get from maybe it's Connecticut Couldn't to Delaware you. and? Uh, Couldn't tell you. I don't know. I've never been there, but but I'd love to visit. Well, a 44 year old man in Delaware named McRoberts Williams. Yes, McRoberts is apparently his first name. Mc, is that like McLovin? Yeah. <laughs> well. McRoberts. McRoberts robbed a Wells Fargo bank in Wilmington, Delaware this past Sunday. He walked up to the teller and handed her a note that said, quote, This is a robbery. I need $150. She gave him the money, and he ran out of the bank, but he didn't go all that far. He stopped at the ATM outside and used it to the deposit the money into his own account. Oh, <laughs> just all $150 worth. Robs the bank, goes outside, goes to the ATM, and deposits the money in his account. His checking or his savings account? Did don't he, know. Did he have to pay a, an immediate bill? I don't know, but then he ran off. The police later found him behind a nearby shopping center, and he reportedly told police that he traveled to Delaware by riding on the exterior of a cargo train and that his mind is currently being controlled by a third party through an implant located somewhere in his body. McRoberts was charged with second-degree robbery and is currently being held on a $6,000 cash bond. It looks like he's looking for that little um, insanity uh, thing to go on. There's so many things wrong with this story. So many things wrong. The guy... Rob the bank, and then he goes right outside to the ATM and tries to deposit the money. And that little mechanism inside yeah. of his, uh, is it his brain yeah, or his, his brain. body? Yeah, and, and yeah kind it's, of it's controlling his mind. Told him to do it, yeah. go and do that sort of thing. Exactly, it's an implant. Uh. That's crazy. Um, a four-year-old boy recently left his Sydney family gobsmacked after ordering more than $1,000 worth of gelato on a food delivery app, including... A four-year-old did this. <laughs> including a personalized birthday Whoa. cake and tubs of his favorite flavors of gelato. $4,000 worth? More than $1,000 <laughs> a- worth. $1,000, yes. okay. <laughs> Christian King used his father's phone to order $1,139 worth of gelato and cakes from Gelato Messina on Uber Eats wow. this past Monday. He's four years old and yes. he knows how to do this. Oh, yeah. He knows more than most adults do. Well, um, his yeah. dad, Chris King, had given his son his phone to keep him distracted while his sister's touch football match was happening. He said his son warned him he had something on the way, but he didn't believe him until an Uber Eats delivery driver <laughs> called his wife. Wow. And as it would, it was at that moment that he realized what was going on. Well, you know what? If they win that touch football game, mm-hmm. there'll be treats for all. Yeah, treats for all. They'll have a celebration. Lots of gelato, eleven hundred thirty-nine dollars. Yeah, worth. he's getting ready for that. Ooh, man, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> that is definitely a pretty brutal. It's been a while since I got a gelato, mm-hmm. but boy, I get it from actually I get it from Family Dollar once in a oh. while. The uh, it's a vanilla with a cherry swirl. Okay. Boy, I'm, is it I'm good. feeling good about this call, and I'm feeling that it's not number three this morning, Bonnie. 
I'm, I'm feeling it's not number three. Could it be Phil from jury duty? I don't know. Or could it be the wife on the way to work where the kids are returning to school? Let's find out. Good morning. You're on the radio. It was your third choice. Oh, ah. it was my third choice. Well, they say third time. Third time's a, a charm. Is it your first day back to work, Rachel? I've been back to work, but today is the first day that the uh, kids come back. Oh, they're going to be feeling blue, and many of them probably getting emotional. You better bring a box of Kleenex. <laughs> that or a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was laughing as you were reading the last story because Gavin has done that on my phone when he was little, except he ordered... Um, he was doing in-app purchases because he was buying clothes for his kick the buddy. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Clothes, clothes for what now? He, there was a game when he was when he was younger um, on my phone called Kick the Buddy, wow. and he would log on to um, and I'd let him play it on my phone and not think anything about it. I had to ch- um, change my password to my Apple Play and. He, or my um, iTunes, or whatever it was that, where you can do in-app purchases. Yeah. He figured out my password. <laughs> and yeah. I had gotten a statement, and it was like I had spent $30. I'm thinking, this is a mistake. And I was looking at the stuff, and then the next day there was a, I think it was a $45 charge. Holy man. You, and I was like, yeah. and I'm looking, and these were all apps that were on my phone, but a majority of them were for Kick the Bunny, and... When I asked him, he's like, "Well, yeah." He goes, "He needed new clothes." You got to change your password then. And you we know, did that, and he figured it out. Is imagine that we got to do that at home when we order uh, movies. We'll order a movie for Jaden once in a while, and either rent it. Sometimes we buy it, but when Gary clicks in the password on the TV, Jaden has to look away. <laughs> He'll really? be like, turn around. He has one of those photographic memories. He, he does. and he'll, smart. He'll be ordering movies up all day if he knew the password. Lordy, lordy. So. Oh, yeah. But, oh yeah, Gavin, Gavin did that. I think I ended up with a total of almost $100. <laughs> and we had to pay it. A little bit better than 1000 but still. Well, he, the he kick, yeah, that kick, could have added up, right? The kick the buddy had plenty of clothes now. Yep. Plenty of clothes. Plenty of clothes. <laughs> so, uh, as we know, uh, our our good friend uh, from Kentucky is uh, 40 miles out of the state Florida line. He'll be arriving around 12 noon today, which means our house will be cleaned when he gets there, and we'll probably have dinner cooked and ready for us when we get home later. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't it be the other way if he's uh, your guest and he's coming? Shouldn't it you have a little bit is, of dinner? It usually is, but he takes charge. Ready? He takes charge. He likes to do stuff like that. That's just him. So he's not sick of cooking from the holidays. No, because he likes not. to cook. This guy loves to. He loves to cook. He loves to clean. He likes to clean more than I do. And following the holidays, I feel burnt out from all of that. Yeah, where I don't exactly. even want to cook or clean. And then I got to take him down to the Ford dealership because he wants to buy a new vehicle. Oh wow! So yeah, he wants to get rid of the truck and he wants a car or a small SUV like an Escape or something. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So anyway. All right. Well, listen, uh, uh, give all the kids hugs and kisses from Bonnie and I. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah. And and give George one, too, when he arrives. Yeah, I will do. You can kiss him in person when you see him. I'll bring him in here. I'll bring him in here and let him torment you for three hours. You know what I'll do, Bonnie? Here's what I'm going to do. I just came up with this great idea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring in the induction cooker one morning with George. I'm going to bring in eggs. 
and a pan oh, that'll wow. work on the induction cooker. Yeah. And I'm going to let George cook us breakfast live on the air. I bet he wouldn't mind that either. I'll bring in the home yeah. fries and everything, and he'll he'll do it up. Wow. We're going to have breakfast here Yeah, we'll th- have breakfast week, in the studio. One of these mornings. Yeah, we'll have him cook up breakfast live in the studio. I'll make sure not to eat before I come. And I'll let you know what day we're going to do it. Save the appetite. Yeah, yep. that'll work. Definitely. definitely, if George is doing the cooking, I yeah. hear he's amazing. Yeah, I'll even bring a, to- I'll bring a toaster in too, so we can have uh, some toast and, and stuff like that. All right. So I'll I'll do it upright. Anyway, all right, kiddo, have a great day. I got to run. Love you. See you. Love you too. Um. So anyway, yeah. So we'll do that. We'll um. We'll arrange. We'll definitely arrange that because he's here through. He goes home on Monday, so maybe on uh, maybe on Friday. I'll bring them in on Friday with uh, with the pots and the pans and wow. the induction cooker and the mm-hmm. eggs and all that, and we'll we'll Ooh. whip up a feast here in studio. That'll be amazing. You like omelets? Yes, of course. Okay, what kind of omelet do like you like? I like any kind of breakfast food. Anything really in the omelet is, is fine by me. Ham? Spinach, if cheese. he wants to put in cheese. Do you like ham and cheese and onions? Of course, yeah. Okay, all right, so I'll get some ham and some cheese and onions. I just have to remember to do all that. <laughs> It'll all be good. Yes. Yep. And home fries. Uh, yeah. Or we got the microwave hash browns. Yeah. My my favorite is hash browns with cheddar cheese and mm. onions, mm. and mix with a little dabble of ketchup. Oh, you know what? Sauce. I can bring in my Ninja Foodie too, and we can do hash browns. And the Ninja Foodie, I can air fry them. You know, like the hash browns you get at McDonald's. Oh, I bet they're very. You know, I didn't do that yet. Oh, my Ninja good. Foodie. I they're bet that good. is. I did uh, a burger burgers last night in it. I I've never mm-hmm. done breakfast in my foodie yet. Oh yeah, you can you can put hash browns in there and put it on air fry. That'd be and a lot cleaner. Just like Mickey D's. Be a lot cleaner than uh, frying it on the in the frying Less pan oil. on the stove. Less oil, a lot yeah. healthier. It is 7.43 this morning on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie, standing by at the news desk with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. Governor Ron DeSantis is addressing the recent spike in COVID cases. He wants the federal government to free up more monoclonal antibodies to treat those who get infected. Federal government has cornered the entire market. Uh, they basically took control of the supply in September. Uh, we had done a deal with GlaxoSmithKline on the Citrovimab, which a lot of people think is the most effective against Omicron, and that is no longer a possibility because the feds have an exclusive arrangement. Florida is seeing a dramatic rise in COVID hospitalizations. The CDC reports the number of those hospitalized with COVID last week was up 110% compared to the week before. Almost 5,800 people were hospitalized as of Sunday. The Kravis Center announced Monday that they would be rescheduling Summer, the Donna Summer musical. According to the venue, there are breakthrough COVID-19 cases within the company of the show. The Kravis on Broadway performances are rescheduled to May 20th through the 26th, 2022. Tickets for the January shows will automatically be moved to the new performance dates. Ticket holders will receive tickets with the new dates. All other shows at the Kravis Center are scheduled as planned as the coronavirus outbreak was limited to the company of summer. The next mayor of St. Petersburg won't get to hold an in-person inauguration after testing positive for COVID. 
Mayor-elect Ken Welch was set to be sworn in on the steps of St. Petersburg City Hall Thursday, but he'll now take the oath of office and deliver his inauguration message virtually. Welch's campaign says he tested positive for COVID Monday and will stay in isolation until January 10th following current CDC guidelines. Welch will become St. Petersburg's 54th mayor and its first African-American mayor when he's sworn in. I'm Gordon Bird. The public should avoid contact with the water on the eastern shoreline of Lake Okeechobee at the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam, which contains toxic algae traces. State officials warned on Monday the potentially harmful cyanobacteria, commonly called blue-green algae, contained 0.25 parts per billion of the toxin microcystin on December 27, according to the latest Florida Department of Environmental Protection data. At 8 parts per billion, the toxin makes water too hazardous to touch, ingest, or inhale for people, pets, and wildlife. A September 27 health advisory for waters in the C-44 canal near the St. Lucie Lock and Dam was lifted November 30th, along with the months-long advisories at Port Mayaka. Monday's advisory announced by the Florida Department of Health Office in Martin County marks the first algae alert of the year for the Treasure Coast. Such alerts are most common in the hotter, wetter summer months. So what to do if you see an algae bloom? Well, the Florida Department of Environmental Protection collects and analyzes algae bloom samples. So report the bloom to DEP online or via its toll-free hotline at 855-305-3903. And lastly, a new mask policy taking effect today in Orange County schools. Superintendent Barbara Jenkins announced yesterday that all adults including employees, visitors, and vendors, must wear a mask in OCPS buildings and vehicles. It was Ben Roethlisberger's final home game. Here's the highlights from last night. Was it at the 50-yard line? First and goal. Ben, quick throw. Deontay Johnson. Hung on to that one. Touchdown, Steelers. Ben asked Deontay Johnson to step up this week. He's had a couple of drops here early, but that one, there was no question for the touchdown. Najee Harris to the end zone. Touchdown, Steelers! And Ben, it's all yours! I think Mike Tomlin wanted to give him another chance, and everybody came on the field, he says, I'll forget it. One last time. How do you leave this place, Ben? I don't know. With a win. Uh, I'm just so thankful for the fans. My family, obviously, and the good Lord has blessed me in so many ways. Uh, we still got another game. I'll be excited and ready to go for that, but this is just an awesome place. So the 
Pittsburgh Steelers beat Cleveland with that game last night, 26-14. to Hard to believe, and uh, we're heading into week 18 already, uh, just one more week before the playoffs. Uh, so make your uh, picks this week for Lenny's Pick'em League. And uh, we congratulate once again J4K Buckeyes, the winner, picking the most picks this week. And he'll enjoy some dinner at the St. Lucie Draft House. Congrats. Our news time is 749, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. Certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. 7.50 the time right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on? Well, we're not finding any highway accidents right now. Uh, US-1 looks good. Everything we're looking at looks fine. The latest from Florida Highway Patrol. If you see something, say something. Do tell. We're at 220-9788 at 220-WSTU. And it's 58 in Stewart this morning, only 8 above in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as the front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. family-owned business for over 15 years. Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. What is your quality of life? The Own Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget... A Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for?
for. Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right. Lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight is Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rizacker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Today in Ag News, from a Southeast AgNet, well, many involved in the U.S. cotton industry will be participating in the annual Betwide Cotton Conferences. It starts today in San Antonio, Texas. The event will include various reports, panel discussions, hands-on workshops, and more. And according to a story from Gary Crawford, if COVID doesn't interfere with demand prospects for U.S. cotton, they look very good for 2022. U.S. cotton growers are wrapping up a year that's seen a remarkable upsurge in market prospects. USDA's chief economist, Seth Meyer, says it's been all about demand. We went through a year of pretty good demand and tighter exportable supplies, good production this year, but demand, which has been pretty solid globally, 2.5% growth in cotton demand globally, which, to put it in context, is a pretty strong rebound in demand. Which is why USDA is forecasting cotton prices this next marketing year to average 90 cents a pound. That's an amazing price for a season average. And then I think if you dig in a little bit deeper and, you know, you hear folks talking about dollar cotton, those are all very positive things from a producer standpoint. However, Meyer says one worry for the new year is this resurgence in COVID activity, which could reduce demand for cotton. Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Thanks, Gary. More information about the 2022 Beltwide Cotton Conferences can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. For generations, we've worked the land. We've faced hardships and uncertainty before. But you can depend on Florida's farmers. We will continue to rise before dawn and harvest our crops, ensuring that Florida-grown fruits and vegetables are in your stores and that your family is fed. We are providers for our families and yours. We are Florida's farmers, and we're in this together. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agna. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. All right, uh, so I went to play a file and it wasn't there. What can I say? That's the story of my life. 
<laughs> the file wasn't there. Oh, well, that's never, that hardly ever happens. Anyway, it's uh, 7.56 coming up on 7.57 on the Get Up and Go show. And coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Chief Deputy John Budenseek is going to be here. And we are going to be talking about body cameras. That's right. What the future may hold for the Sheriff's Department and most agencies in the country. They're also going to be uh, talking about the number of police officers killed in the United States in 2021. The numbers are astronomical. Astronomical, the amount of deaths of law enforcement officers. And it seems to be a very hot topic with the body cams. You know, are certain agencies going to be spending more money Mm -hmm. to uh, get the use of these body cams? And, Mm -hmm. you know, every time uh, we turn on the news, too, it seems like there's something... Uh, new with a uh, video that mm-hmm. either the police was either wearing one or mm-hmm. wasn't wearing mm-hmm. one. Maybe footage was lost. Uh, it's becoming to be a very uh, controversial, crucial kind of thing. I so, think in my humble opinion, all officers should be armed with body cameras for a lot of reasons, uh, legal reasons, because this way, if you are arresting somebody and you're an officer and the uh, arrestee is saying that you were beaten up by the officer. It's kind of like a he said, she said type thing where if you have the body camera, you have the proof of. You have that proof of, right of, of what really happened and what went on. Exactly. It's, I think it's good for both parties, really. You know, or if the, the officer has to uh, draw his weapon and use his weapon. Uh, and use deadly force, uh, the body cameras can also identify if it was justifiable yep. or not. Usually they do the telling. They don't always see everything. Yeah. But, you know, might be a, a crucial thing to be wearing one. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, having a conversation with Chief uh, Deputy John Budenstein on that matter. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. And then we'll be back with hour number three for you and me right here.
considering in a vote today to demand closing schools again like some communities have nationwide. The school district of Philadelphia says that uh, 77 schools will be temporarily shifting to 100% virtual learning and going through at least this Friday. That's nearly a quarter of schools in the Philadelphia district. Dave Kinchin with Fox 29 TV. The day after a snowstorm hit from Alabama and across the mid-Atlantic, some drivers are still stuck in their cars on I-95 around Fredericksburg, Virginia, stranded in the cold since a big crash yesterday. In New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy had urged people to stay off the roads last night. You're out there. Please be careful. Respect the rights of way of the cleanup crews and plows. Last night in Burtonsville, Maryland, a car crashed into the back of a plow. Three people were killed. Two others died in the storm in Georgia and Tennessee. Hundreds of thousands without power. There's been another attempt to attack Americans in Iraq. Fox's Simon Owen has this live. Dave, two drones, each of them rigged with explosives, have been shot down by defensive systems in Iraq after they flew towards an airbase hosting U.S. forces. That's according to Iraq's military and the coalition led by the U.S. combating ISIS. There are no reports of injuries. There was a similar attempted attack yesterday. Both were seemingly intended to mark an anniversary. It's two years since the U.S. killed a top Iranian general. America's listening to Fox News. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. Zero-dollar co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. Former President Trump's legal battles now include his children in New York. The state's attorney general wants to question Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka in an ongoing investigation into the Trump organization's businesses. In addition to their father, Trump attorneys are trying to block the subpoenas in court. Also in New York, former Governor Andrew Cuomo is off the hook in one controversy related to his COVID nursing home policies. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office relayed that information according to former Executive Counsel Elkin Abramowitz. He said in a statement the Manhattan DA's office has closed its investigation. Abramowitz said they believed from the start that the executive office under Cuomo broke no law. A policy that sent nursing home residents back to facilities after being let out of hospitals at the height of the pandemic drew wide criticism. It would later be found by the New York State Attorney General that Cuomo's administration undercounted nursing home COVID-related deaths. Gernal Scott, Fox News. In California, former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes was convicted on four of 11 counts of defrauding some investors in her blood testing startup company. Stocks could rise again on Wall Street. Futures are higher the day after big gains to start the year sent the down the S&P 500 to record highs. On Monday night football... Ben, quick throw! Deontay Johnson, hung on to that one! Hulker.
courtesy of ESPN. Ben Roethlisberger connecting with Deontay Johnson for what is likely his final touchdown pass at Heinz Field as the Pittsburgh Steelers top the Cleveland Browns Monday 26-14. Roethlisberger had hinted last week that this Monday night football finale would likely be his last home game after 18 years all spent with the Steelers. Big Ben with ESPN. The best play in football when you're an offensive player is to take a knee. So I'm glad I got to do it one last time. Well, that was Fox's Matt Napolitano reporting the Steelers' win also keeps their playoff chances alive. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapters Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida, largest indoor gun range on TC, the 44th Home and Gardens, extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy, including Nice Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens Interiors, Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's Interiors, Agler Tile and Bath, 55-plus living with the Palms of St. Lucie West, Better Life Home Care, Live Theater with Sunrise Theater, Riverside Theater, Travel Resorts, Attractions, Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, Bock Tower, Florida Oceanographic, Health New World of Medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, CareNet Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram's, Around Town Magazine is power-packed and so much more. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It's January the 4th, 2022. Let's get the show on the road. All right, we'll get it on the road. What is this? This is the Get Up and Go Show. Intensive good radios preparation. That's right. takes a lot of preparation to do this show. I will tell you that much. Madam Clock, would you please give us the time? It's 8.08 a.m. 8.08 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. A new year, a new clock announcer, but not a new chief deputy of the sheriff's office. 
He's back with a vengeance. Better than ever. I won't say bigger, but better than ever. Chief Deputy John Budenzik is with us from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Evan. Good morning, Bonnie. And after the holidays, you may be able to say bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning to you, sir. How you doing, John? I'm good. Uh, took a few days off, so glad to be back at work and and uh, take care of business like we like to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, it was very good. You did the uh, you did the boot and seek tour of Florida, didn't you? I was all over. Yes, Everglades, the Keys, up in the South Georgia. We uh, we just roamed a little bit. It was nice. Wow. I bet you yeah. got out there and got a lot of exercise. Did you do some pedaling on any bicycles, or did you do anything by foot? Nope. I did a lot of uh, jaw exercising. Other than that, no. Um, <laughs> jaw exercising. I like that. Oh, so you ate in many delicious places, we gather. He expanded his uh, reach, let's just say. We expanded our culinary uh, insight. Yeah. All right. What was your most memorable meal for the holidays? Evan, I don't know. I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Everything must have been so it good, It had to right? be all that good, huh? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys are back safe and you're back in the saddle and uh, back at it. I uh, wanted to uh, have a conversation with you uh, this uh, this time of the year. Um, uh, Bonnie and I were talking about it off air. It's body cams. Um, yep. It's so important for agencies to have body cameras now does martin county have those yet we do not and when when the cry for everyone to get body cameras took place we wanted to be thoughtful not just run out and buy body cameras and just fall in line with what the media and everybody out there wanted us to do we wanted to be thoughtful mm-hmm. we're we're in the process of we're going in-depth research on, on the right ones, how to implement them, the policies associated with them. And I know a lot of other agencies have all that already, but we go through their policies, find out what fits for Martin County, and then try to implement it here. There's a, a cost associated with it, which we know is coming. But the bigger thing, in Florida especially, is the public records component of body cameras. Florida has a broad public record um, situation while some things are exempt things recorded in your house or certain crimes are exempt it's a lot a lot of work on the backside to be able to produce the appropriate public records in a timely manner when uh, attorneys or people request it. so we're looking into all the above and trying to do the best thing by our deputies what are the costs of these cameras per per deputy the initial cost isn't bad. It's about $800, so that's not bad. It's the storage of the data that costs. And uh, that, that runs up into the millions, mm-hmm. storing all that in the clouds. And then being efficient and being able to go back and review that information while you're writing reports so your, your report is accurate and what your camera saw reflects what you wrote down in your report. So. Mm-hmm. Now the 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 body cameras obviously are activated sometimes automatically. They're triggered by certain things, 
And then there is a button that you press when you want to manually activate it as well, correct? That's correct. And these are used a lot during, and as Bonnie and I were talking off the air, they can be very either detrimental or a very positive tool to an officer's investigation. For instance, example, an officer has to draw his weapon and use deadly force in a situation that that officer may be in, which can determine if there was a reasonable doubt or justification to use, and this is just one example, to use the weapon um, against the the alleged uh, perpetrator. Absolutely. And, you know, we see it so much in the media. The uh, You see it so much, one would assume that the body cameras are like a gotcha moment for law enforcement. Quite the contrary. A body camera is, is 24-7 protection for the deputy, that way, it's not a he said, she said scenario where there's a bogus complaint filed on the deputy or right. something happens. Go straight back, pull up the body camera, and, and figure out what did or did not happen. And our deputies, they're looking forward to having body cameras. They know what they're not going to do. They know they're going to do the right thing. So having a body camera just helps them validate their what they're doing, and they're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I personally... I was out um, right before Christmas, and I stopped the car at the county line on 714, mm-hmm. 710. So that's in the middle of nowhere, 20 mm-hmm. miles from Indian Town, 20 miles from Palm City. Nobody out there, just me. It happened to be a lady that I stopped, and I got to thinking to myself, I, why would I do this to myself? I, I stopped a lady in the middle of nowhere who could pick up the phone and file a complaint, and then I'm in the soup for an investigation, and the only thing that they have is my word, which I hope stands. But, but why would we do that to ourselves, and, of course, why would we do that to our deputies? Right. So we, uh, we're, we're being thoughtful, like, I, like we started this conversation. We're going to get the right ones. Obviously, there's a cost that goes into it, but we're, uh, we're moving in that direction for 2022. So, Chief Deputy Budensik, when you talk to the officers, you know, generally in our area and in Martin County, do you find that maybe the majority of those officers would would want the use of body cams, or what's what's the general feeling of of most officers? Well, it's funny that you ask. The older officers, which through attrition and retirement, have have moved on, but five years ago, they would have been absolutely not, no way, not having Big Brother or anyone look over my shoulder. But those were the guys and gals that didn't post things on social media, didn't record everything that happened in their lives. It's a different, really a different generation. The newer, younger deputies, they've grown up watching everything and recording everything and posting it. It's nothing for them to, to be recorded while they're working. So five years ago would have been no way, no how. The newer ones are like, absolutely. Why, why haven't we done it already? That's so interesting. It's, so it's, it's interesting to watch their reactions. So if like with the newer deputies, maybe like the younger generation, they're just kind of like used to uh, writing down, collecting more data. Like um, that's just been taught to them or things they have learned 
you know, in, in that generation, and uh, maybe they're more available to uh, to adapting to it better. It's not just data collection. The, the, the older guys collected the same amount of data. It's just about not feeling like somebody's watching all the time. The newer generations, we're the ones having to tell them, don't post this, don't put that out there, like keep your personal life personal. Uh-huh. They're just so used to being an open book. I came from a day and age where you protected everything. You protected your personal address and, you know, as a deputy or as a law enforcement officer, you can do that in the state of Florida. You hid everything. And now everyone in general just puts it all out there. So it's just a different time. We all know that. Yeah. I'm, I get that feeling sometime too where like sometimes you just put too much information out there and, you know, why do people yeah. have to know everything? And, exactly. Yeah. It just feels like a part of your identity is lost that way sometimes. So. Well, we give it away. But in this scenario with body cameras, it's not that. It's just about being able to record what's going on. helps us in the court system, especially in the court system, because nowadays on the uh, jury side, jurors are used to seeing everything on, on videos or on, on camera. They, there's so many TV shows. It, it would seem that every homicide is recorded, which we know is not not the truth. But when you watch these shows, they're presented as if so. So we have jurors coming in that just expect that. I, so I think holistically it'll make our entire system here at the sheriff's office better, and it'll help in the judicial side also. How soon do you expect to get that off and running? Like how soon maybe do you expect to get a first body cam? I can't give you a timeline. We're doing the T&E side right now and I, I don't know the timeline there's funding there's different things i have to go into yep all right very good okay. uh lastly i wanted to uh just touch briefly on this because it's um i know it's a sore subject with with anybody that's uh, in the law enforcement industry or um that has family like myself my daughter or just anybody um way too many officers killed in the line of duty in 2021 Yes. Those were high numbers that you, you probably saw. It was in the 300s. A lot of those were actually 400s. A lot of those were COVID-related deaths. But take those out of the equation. Um, the, the concerning ones are the 61 that were killed by gunfire. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's about a half million police officers, law enforcement officers across the country. 61 is way too many. And we are dealing with, we've talked about it, you and I have talked about it, with more and more fragile people, suicidal people, mentally ill people, and uh, that just ups our odds of being in in these stressful shooting-type scenarios. Last year alone here at the Mark County Sheriff's Office, we had three fatal law law enforcement-involved shootings, which is really unheard of for our area. And thankfully, none of our people were injured in those encounters, but they were violent encounters, and our deputies did the right thing. But by the grace of God, they weren't struck by return gunfire themselves. So we have mandated, and you'll see our deputies are wearing a new uniform that's that's a more casual uniform with an outside carrier vest. We've mandated when that uniform came into existence in the last part of 2021 that they start wearing their vest all the time. So that's one of the small things we can do to try to protect them. Right, right, right. 
All right, very good. That's uh, Major John Budin. Uh, Major, I'm sorry. Uh, Chief Deputy John Budin. I still can't get used to to the new title. Sorry, we have time. I I know, I know, and I've called you. I've called you Major for forever and a day. So it's just, it's you know, it's like radio. It's it's repetition, repeat and build, repeat and build. I'll get it right before 2023. I promise. Anyway, um, John, th- I can't thank you enough for joining us, and we always look forward to having you on, and we'll speak to you next week. Absolutely. We'll see you. I have a great day. God bless. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,802.80 an ounce. Silver opening up $22.73 an ounce. That's Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. And Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. It is 8.22 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The jury found former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes guilty of four of the 11 criminal counts she faced. She was found not guilty on four other counts. The jury deadlocked on the three other charges. Earlier in the day, Judge Edward Davila instructed jurors to try and come to a unanimous consensus on the three charges they deadlocked on. However, they were unable to reach an agreement. The jurors had spent roughly 40 hours spread across seven days in deliberation. Holmes, age 37, faced 11 criminal charges alleging that she duped investors and patients by hailing her company's blood testing technology as a medical breakthrough. Holmes now faces up to 20 years in prison for each count, although legal experts say she is unlikely to receive the maximum sentence. The coronavirus pandemic spurred an unprecedented real estate market this year as many people relocated to the Sunshine State when working remotely became the norm. Newcomers to the Treasure Coast flocked here, hoping to secure properties in high demand but low supply, which catapulted home sale prices. Historically, these cost increases would have deterred buyers and cooled the market, but not this year. The Tri-County region saw skyrocketing prices on both single family residences and rental rates diminishing inventory slowed sales in the last few months but experts have maintained their belief that demand will not slow anytime soon amid a rise in omicron covid cases governor ron DeSantis is reiterating that he will not be closing any schools or businesses and you can't let any type of, of hysteria undercut Uh, the, the normal functioning of society.
DeSantis wants the federal government to send more monoclonal antibodies to the state and says the state will set up more sites if they get more doses. No one rang in 2022 with a major lottery win, as both the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpots remain up for grabs. The January 1st Powerball drawing, valued at $500 million, rolled over with no winner Saturday night. The grand prize is now estimated at $522 million, with a cash value of $371 million. Mega Millions, which had a New Year's Eve drawing of $221 million, rolled over with no numbers of the big prize. It had also rolled over twice before that and is now at $244 million prior to Tuesday's drawing. Cash value is an estimated $172.5 million. A Brevard County man is facing charges for refusing to wear a mask at the airport. 63-year-old Daniel Chase was arrested Saturday at Melbourne, Orlando International Airport. Police say when an officer told him that masks were required, Chase yelled and cursed at the officer and said masks don't work. SeaWorld Orlando is announcing an opening date for its long-awaited new thrill ride, Icebreaker. It's going to be SeaWorld's first launch coaster and officially opens February 18th. Our news time is 825. News brought to you by the Joint Chiropractic. Come visit now in Port St. Lucie at the shops of St. Lucie West. Las Vegas Raiders rookie cornerback Nate Hobbs was arrested on a misdemeanor charge of DUI early Monday morning, hours after the team returned from a last-second victory at the Indianapolis Colts that kept its playoff hopes alive. The arrest of Hobbs, age 22, comes two months and one day after receiver Henry Ruggs III was involved in a fiery high-speed car crash that claimed the life of a 23-year-old woman and her dog and has Ruggs facing up to 50 years in prison on felony DUI and reckless driving charges. It also comes one day shy of a year from when running back Josh Jacobs was arrested on a DUI charge after a single vehicle collision near the airport in Las Vegas. The Raiders put out a statement saying they were aware of the incident. News time is at 826. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. 827 right now, the time on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has the latest. Bonnie? Well, we're bringing up the uh, latest highway report right now from FHP. And we'll take a look to see if there are any new accidents. And uh, thus far, we're looking good. Yeah, highways looking good on a Tuesday morning. If you're heading out major highways, everything looking nice right now, all up to speed. And that's your latest look at traffic. We have 56. It's partly cloudy in Stewart this morning. And here's more on the forecast at WPTV. 
Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as a front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 a.m. radio. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, a Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SPDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. You're listening to the biggest little radio show on the biggest little planet, the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. 831 on the Get Up and Go Show. When you hear that music... You know what time it is. It's time for the captain of the spaceship, captain of the SS Siegel, the one and only Captain Randy Siegel, and he's here with a space report. Good morning, Capitan. Good morning to you, Admiral. Well, sir, can you believe it was 1970 when NASA canceled the final Apollo missions? Yep, Apollo 20 was canceled on this date in history because of lack of money, number one, and number two, the lack of a rocket booster. NASA wanted to use the Apollo 5 to launch the Skylab, 
a new a space station that would go into orbit around the Earth. So no more Apollos as of 1970. Well, there's a lot of tension going on in space. No, not the tension that you would think of between America and Russia. But the tension is on the space shield or the shade for the James Webb Space Telescope. There's a thin sheet of what appears to be plastic, but it's, it's a mylar, that shields the instruments from direct sunlight while this vehicle is in orbit. They need to do this in order to make sure that they can stabilize the, sta- the telescope and they can get precise images way out into deep space. So what they do is they have a sun shield that's up there, and they slowly rolled it out, taking their time, because the tension on it is important. So it doesn't cause the station to move, or excuse me, the telescope to move while it's in orbit. And so far, everything is working out better than they thought. You've got to remember, when James Webb was originally launched, it was in a capsule, basically encapsulated in a rocket. And once it gets into orbit, it has to unfold itself and then be able to get its telescopes operating and all the instruments operating in a proper fashion because it's so large. Well, that takes time, and a lot of that time is spent on the tension of the sun shield. China said they plan to launch over 40 launches this year. China last year completed 55 launches making it the first time the country has launched that many vehicles in one year. The Chinese say that this year they intend to launch six more space missions for the Tang'an base module of their space station. They also intend to launch a powerful optical telescope into orbit. They will also be launching equipment, fuel, and food supplies for the Chinese astronauts on board the Chinese space station, Tangho. And they will spend a lot of time getting more astronauts in orbit. There are two more planned launches for China in order to have manned flights to their space station. The Chinese main contractor says that they can fully support the more than 40 launches that will take place using the Long March 7 rocket as the base vehicle. China also uses a Long March 6A vehicle to supplement what they're using currently, and they will flight test a brand-new vehicle, the Long March 8 rocket, for the second time in February, if everything works properly. The vehicles that they're launching are showing that China can launch heavier and heavier spacecraft into orbit, namely things like a geostationary or medium-Earth orbit, Earth-sensing satellite, and communications satellites. So China becomes the major player one more time. WinWeb is scheduled to launch 36 new communication satellites into orbit from a launch from Bakanur on March the 5th. They continue 
to have these OneWeb satellites in orbit. And everything has so far been working extremely well. The astronauts on board the International Space Station have spent a lot of time on research. Rajah Shari has swabbed bacterial samples inside and began sequencing their DNA with a bio-mold facility to understand the microbial environment on the station. Thomas Marshburn photographed the plant habitat study and Caleb Barron set up an Astrobee robotic free flyer with an experimental audio sensor that can possibly identify early indications of space hardware failure. The three were then joined by Matthias Moore from the European Space Agency as they worked on emergency procedures for their SpaceX Crew Dragon vehicle should there be a problem on board the station. Meanwhile, Mark Vanderhee spent the morning working on experimental gear and maintaining temperatures in the U.S. spacesuits. He, along with Russian cosmonaut Pyotr Dubrov, are due to depart the station in the spring after nearly one year in space. The next spacewalk from the International Space Station is targeted for the 19th. It's designed to outfit the Nukia Multipurpose Laboratory module. Cosmonauts Dubrov and Anton Sheplerov started yesterday inspecting the spacewalking tools they'll use to configure the Nukia module. The failure in October of the South Korean rocket has been traced to an improper anchored helium tank inside the third stage of the vehicle. The kerosene and liquid oxygen-fueled KSLV-2, South Korea's first entirely domestic rocket, performed well during the early phase of the October 21st test launch and released its dummy satellite into an unsustainable orbit when the upper stage engine shut down 46 seconds earlier. We have seen this kind of problem before in not only their vehicle, but in Russian and U.S. vehicles. NASA is getting ready with SpaceX to launch the next set of Starlink satellites that will take place on Thursday. The launch is currently scheduled for 4.49 p.m. from the Kennedy Space Center. That launch is now having a 20% chance of weather violation and a 30% chance if there's a delay. So it looks like the weather gods, at least, are favoring SpaceX for this mission. Russia's new engine, the RD-171MV, is scheduled for testing this year. Their new engine will be used on their Soyuz 5 launch vehicle that Russia is hoping to use this coming year. Rusakosmos has also stated that they, intend, they do not intend to retreat from the decision on flight testing their new Opal manned spacecraft in 2023. They say that they want to continue using it and going to the space station. And tomorrow we're going to tell you 
how long that space station will stay in orbit, and we'll give you the top ten failures of last year. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Captain Randy Siegel with the space support uh, from the SS Siegel Enterprise. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie's standing by with some delectable treats for you today, Bonnie. Yep, you know, if you're feeling cheesy today, you might want to get yourself a four-cheese melt. Uh, Chef Mark and the staff at Ellie's Downtown Deli will prepare it. They'll deliver to you in the Stewart area, you know, like if you're working right in this uh, general area of the downtown. The four-cheese melt includes bread of your choice. It's topped with... Delicious Munster, provolone, cheddar, and Swiss cheese with tomatoes and bacon. And served with a side item of your choice. Get delicious dessert for a treat like key lime pie. Make it coconut cream pie or peanut butter pie today. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. You can have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. It's Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 841 News Time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. And Governor Ron DeSantis is addressing the recent spike in COVID cases. He wants the federal government to free up more monoclonal antibodies to treat those who get infected. And you can't let any type of, of hysteria undercut uh, the, the normal functioning of society. Florida is seeing a dramatic rise in COVID hospitalizations. The CDC reports the number of those hospitalized with COVID last week was up 110% compared to the week before. Almost 5,800 people were hospitalized as of Sunday. The Kravis Center announced Monday they would be rescheduling Summer, the Donna Summer musical. According to the venue, there are breakthrough COVID-19 cases within the company of the show. The Kravis on Broadway performances are rescheduled to May 20 through the 26th of 2022. Tickets for the January shows will automatically be moved to the new performance dates. Ticket holders will receive tickets with the new dates. All other shows at the Kravis Center are scheduled as planned as the coronavirus outbreak was limited to the company of summer. A new mask policy takes effect today in Orange County schools. Superintendent Barbara Jenkins announced yesterday that all adults, including employees, visitors, and vendors, must wear a mask in OCPS buildings and vehicles. Two elephants died within days of each other at the ABQ Biopark Zoo in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Zoo officials said Thorn, a three-year-old male, died on Christmas Day. His sister Jasmine, an eight-year-old Asian elephant, died on Sunday. The zoo said both elephants died from complications from endolithotropic herpes virus, which is EEHV. 
As a community, we are all saddened by the loss of any elephants, especially young animals like Thorn and Jasmine. We know the professionals at ABQ Biopark and those from the EEHV Advisory Group that dedicated their time to administering the EEHV treatment regime gave it their all. That was Dan Ash, President and CEO of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. EEHV causes hemorrhage, a disease that can be fatal for young elephants, and it's the leading cause of death for Asian elephant calves and can strike elephants in the wild and in human care. Uh, That's a statement from a zoo official. SeaWorld Orlando is announcing an opening date for its long-awaited new thrill ride, Icebreaker will be SeaWorld's first launch coaster and will officially open February 18th. A Brevard man is facing charges for refusing to wear a mask at the airport. 63-year-old Daniel Chase was arrested Saturday at Melbourne Orlando International Airport. Police say when an officer told him that masks were required, Chase yelled and cursed at the officer and said masks don't work. Lastly, no one rang in 2022 with that major lottery win as both the Powerball and Mega Millions jackpots remain up for grabs. The January 1st Powerball drawing, valued at $500 million, rolled over with no winners Saturday evening. The grand prize is now estimated at $522 million, with a cash value of $371 million. Mega Millions, which had a New Year's Eve drawing of $221 million, rolled over with no winners of the big prize. It had also rolled over twice before that and is now at $244 million prior to Tuesday's drawing. Cash value is an estimated $172.5 million. Not a bad payday. Well, one day after now former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown jogged off the field in the middle of the Bucks' 28-24 win at the New York Jets, resulting in his dismissal from the team, Coach Bruce Arian says he does not regret bringing Brown into the organization. I have no regrets. I just hope the best for him, Arian said Monday, acknowledging that it was difficult for him to watch Brown erupt on the sideline in such a chaotic way. After teammates Mike Evans and O.J. Howard tried to calm him, Brown took off his jersey and pads, threw his gloves and undershirt into the stands, and jogged across the end zone shirtless while both teams were on the field. Brown has a history of volatile behavior and has discussed his mental health in the past. Arian said Monday that he still isn't sure why Brown left the field. Our news time is 8.47, and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, 
This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. It is 848 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got a final look outside the door. Bonnie? We have an accident in Port St. Lucie. This is on I-95 southbound at mile marker 121. It's southbound right before you reach Crosstown Parkway, and there's not any roadblock from this accident. Other areas, including Martin County here, it's uh, looking like a... Good ride so far, so good for Martin County on a Tuesday morning. Drive safely if you're heading out. There's your latest look at traffic. 59 in Stewart and Fort St. Lucie has a chilly, kind of a cool, yeah, 57 now. And here's a look at our weather further at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning running 10 to 20 degrees cooler than yesterday morning thanks to a passing cold front. Morning lows in the mid to upper 50s and some upper 40s inland. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, pleasant weather with low humidity and partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, morning lows in the upper 50s, afternoon highs in the upper 70s, staying mainly dry with low rain chances. For the end of the work week, moisture increases as the front stalls out over the area. Some showers possible and a little warmer with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with eXp Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Rick Carroll Insurance, proud to be a part of Treasure Coast Solutions on WSTU. A local program providing you with information regarding national issues. The professional team at Rick Carroll Insurance understands the ever-changing needs of society and their clients. Education and knowledge are key factors in understanding these issues. Rick Carroll Insurance is a team of dedicated professionals committed to providing superior customer service. For an appointment to discuss your coverage needs, call 772-334-3181. 4381. Fort St. Lucie High School Drama Department is back and pleased to present Mamma Mia! January 27th through February 6th, 2022. 
Over 60 million people from around the globe have fallen in love with the characters, the enchanting story, and ABBA's timeless music, which makes Mamma Mia! the ultimate feel-good show. Tickets for this hilarious jukebox musical are on sale. There will be 12 big performances at the Port St. Lucie High School Auditorium, and those include matinee and evening performances. Port St. Lucie High School has long been known for the professional productions of classic musicals, and Mamma Mia! is no exception, featuring a cast of 40 performers in a live orchestra. This high-energy extravaganza will have audiences dancing in the aisles. Tickets are $20 and can be purchased from Joy's Ice Cream in Fort Pierce, Fort St. Lucie High School Office, Perkins Restaurant in Fort St. Lucie, Vivid Salon in St. Lucie West, and Honey Bay Cam in Stewart. Don't miss Mamma Mia! You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 8.52 on the Get Up and Go Show. We're in the final, oh, about seven, eight minutes left in this hour on the Tuesday edition. And uh, um, I, I ju- it just escaped my mind what I was going to talk about. Darn it. Did it really yeah, now? Yeah, that's what happens. Oh, man. It I, happens every now yeah, and then. Didn't, what did you lose earlier? Didn't you lose My something mind. over on the uh, board, like a file? Yeah, I lost a file. I lost an audio file. Lost this morning, The too. audio file was gone. It's like disappeared. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, my It gosh. wasn't an important audio file or nothing like that. Okay. Well, well, that's always a good thing. So this is true. We have a phone right call. There. Let's uh, go to the phones right now. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Well, I'll save you, Evan. So it's uh, 20 degrees on Long Island. Okay. It's 32 in Pensacola. Okay. And it's like 58 here in Palm City. All right, and there's your latest weather update from from the weatherman, Palm City Charlie. Thank you very much. Uh, I found something really interesting. Okay, so we know that we lost Betty White on Friday. Yes. And she was 99. She had like a few weeks that she would have turned 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty White had a last word. She did. And it was heard by uh, some people we know. And apparently Betty White's last word was Alan. Alan. Which makes this uh, really interesting, as in her husband, Alan Luden. Luden. Who she Alan was, Ludden. Ludden, who yeah. she was married to from mm-hmm. uh, 1963 mm-hmm. all the way until his death in 1981. And they were on a game show together. I didn't. Yes. I didn't hear about them being on yes. a game show together. They were on. Give me a minute. It'll it'll hit me. Um, I want to say match game. Way back in the day. No, yeah, you're right. You know, yes. I remember Betty White on Match Game. Yes. I, I just don't remember the husband, Alan, for some Alan reason. Alan was on Match was Game. Was he the guy with the glasses and the kind of curly hair? No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking sure. about the funny guy. I remember Brett Parks, uh, right. Betty White being on. I, I got to look up uh, Alan. Uh, mm-hmm. Ludden Ellen is, is his name? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, this came that uh, Betty White's last word was Ellen. It came from actually Carol Burnett, who must have been there. She heard it from or Betty's assistant, then told their mutual friend, Vicki Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Vicki says, quote, how sweet is that? That is so sweet. God, I hope it's true for all of us. I really hope it's true. A lovely thought. Now, wow. Carol, Vicky, and Betty work together on the Carol Burnett show and right. spin off Mama's Family. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Betty and Alan married 1963 on his till his death in 1981. So if Betty White's last words were were Alan, mm-hmm. do you think she saw him? Yeah, in like an afterlife. Yeah, that's um, wow, that's kind of really freaky. It is. Um, have you ever heard of that sort of thing where you know a relative is dying and um, they'll be talking to like a, a relative, kind of like on the other side, right, right before right the before death. they pass. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if I've ever heard of that before. I I've really I've heard of uh, that sort of thing in different circles. Mm-hmm. You know where they'll or or right before they die for some odd reason they go back to their past too, and yeah. all of a sudden they're like when they were a little kid. Wow. Some weird, just some weird happenings. We have a quick call, and I I know it's not going to be Palm City Charlie because he's at his limit. Uh, he's at his three calls. Uh, but, oh, this is important. Oh, this is number four. Oh boy! Now no, wait a minute. We have to. My, we have to take uh, a vote. A good, wait, wait, wait. My second grade teacher, Mrs. Wills, her husband, when her his mom passed, and this lady was this a long time ago. Her last words were, "Don't miss it." Actually, she passed away, came back, and said, "Don't miss it," and then passed. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't, Don't miss it. What? Oh, I totally believe we're going to heaven if you're a good person. Oh, of course. Totally. Totally. Now, you know, no it's question. funny you mentioned that, Charlie, because somebody had asked me a question, and I was going to ask my pastor at church this. Somebody had asked me, if you're cremated, do you still go to heaven? Of course. It's your soul. It's your spirit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah, somebody I, I asked me I plan to that. get together with my parents. Who knows, you know, but I'm going. All right, you know? very good. All right, ask any combat that. All right, so now tomorrow it's only two calls, okay? Well. You went whatever. one over today. <laughs> I'll see you Thursday. All righty, take care. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how... Um, I, I don't remember yeah. who asked me that. Some, and uh, now, if you have a loved one that passed, mm-hmm. do you remember like the loved one's last words to you? I was not with my mother when she passed. Or actually, yes, I was. I was in the room when my mother went into cardiac arrest, but she was. She wasn't talking. I remember the nurses literally shoved me out of the room mm-hmm. because they had to go into full code blue mode and they jumped on her and started working on her. When my dad passed away, I was not at the nursing home, so I don't know if my dad uttered any last words or anything like that. You want to know something kind of spooky? Go ahead, tell me. Like my dad passed right before I experienced the first hurricane mm-hmm. in two was it two thousand four, which yeah. would have been Francis. Mm-hmm. My very first hurricane ever. My mm-hmm. my dad's very last words to me were, "Pick up that shovel." Really? Wow. And then he passed, and then just uh, it was a month or two later. The hurricane slammed mm-hmm. into my bedroom in Fort mm-hmm. St. Lucie, mm-hmm. and I was using a shovel. Wow. That's freaky. Kind of uh Well, I told you the story about the cross flying off the uh, fire 
the mantle and stuff yes. that might happen to my daughter. So Ooh, anyway, yeah. I could go on and on about stuff like this. Well, hey, we got to get out of here. If you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yeah, and we hope to talk to you in maybe like uh, just 21 hours from now. That's right, folks. Make it Take a great care. day. Make it a great day. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. We'll see you tomorrow morning.